So we gonna get right into it because we already right. running the clock. Okay. And so we throwing you in the fire before you can get your feet together. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? All good. Um, but I'm gonna do my little intro mm -hmm. because you know this is verbal cardio and <laughs> what's up, good people? It's time for another session of that verbal cardio, man. I got my co-host, Water. You know what I'm saying? Water is the best co-host of all time because and it should be everybody's co-host. Because without water, none of us are here. I say this every week. I say this all the time. Without water, there are no podcasts. There are no meetings. There are no relationships. There are no get-togethers. There's no game nights. There's no church service. There's no arguments. There's no celebration dinners, no birthday celebrations, no baby showers, no bridal showers, no divorces, no depression, none of that. None of it. You wouldn't be here. This would just be a rock. It would just be in the solar system going around the sun. There would be no documentaries on it. There would be no Neil deGrasse Tyson talking about the universe. Your favorite aunt? No, nah, she's out of here. Nothing. The grandmother, your grandmother that you love so dearly. Oh, oh, my grandmother, I love her so. She wouldn't even exist without this. Water, man, drink it. Drink it up. You need it. You don't need the coffee. That you swear up and down you need. You don't need it. This is what you need. Coffee is addiction. Pure drugs out here on the streets. Y'all are just in line. Zombies. Hooked. I see y'all at the airports. Line be around the corner for that coffee on them early flights. Man, I need it. This is what you need right here. Let me, let me, ooh. Mm. Oh. And when I drink water, I just let it just run down. I don't even wipe. Because whatever happens to the water is just going to be what it is. It's going to reabsorb into my skin. It's going to get on my clothes, no stains. That's the beauty of this. You can't lose. If you get coffee on your outfit, you're done. You're done. Shout out to my producer extraordinaire, Sabrina Sith. You're behind the scenes, but always present. Yes, sir. What's going on, Sabrina? Yeah, it's funny. A lot of people be like, yo, what does Sabrina look like? Oh, man, y'all. That's in, hilarious. In the patrons? No, nah, I'm talking about in, uh, in the YouTube comments. In the YouTube yeah. comments. It's mad funny. You know what's funny? Is that we always got to remember YouTube is a different community. It's a completely different world. So they, you know, I just assume, oh, you know me on Instagram if you're here. I'm like, nah, they don't even go over there. Yeah, and I kind of like that. Everybody yeah. who doesn't know me on YouTube, keep it. That's a different world. Even though I commented on one of those comments, somebody was like, what does Sabrina look like? And I, I commented from my YouTube page. Yeah. No one knows. <laughs> right. And then the, the YouTube uh, pictures are so small. Right. The but little profile pic. You can get a glimpse yeah. of you in a hat. Yeah. That's not really capturing yeah. the full essence. But that makes them have to go to my YouTube and watch my video. Oh. Exactly. Just go to your YouTube and watch videos. Oh, you want to see what I look like? Boom. Link it up. Tanya Estrada is here with us today. Comedian, actress. What else do you do? You got several hats. I I, I play guitar. I'm a musician. You play the guitar? I play guitar. How long have you been doing this? Uh, I think since I was 12. What? So, yeah, I, I play guitar. And I don't play like guitar, like Neil Diamond guitar. Mm -hmm. I play like that, 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 Metallica. Guitar. Really? The hard, the hard, hard coming electric. Coming in. Yeah. Like, like well, you're sweaty and just your head just be all over here. Like if you close your eyes, you're like, that dude has balls playing guitar like that. Oh. And you're like, oh, shit, it's a girl. Right. It's me. 
Yo. Hey. Are there any hard rock guitarists female in the game that Kitty. are legendary? Oh. No. No. I was, I was just thinking of the band Kitty because they're all women. Oh, Kitty was yeah. dope. Yeah, Kitty was... They old it was. They're not together no more. They're not together. Nah, no. What were they? High? It's crazy because um, I they're from like the nineties, mm-hmm. and I remember like I was obsessed with Kitty. Mm-hmm. I was obsessed. I was like, this is so cool. Like I was like a young like like you know whippersnapper. Um, that was just like yo, these girls are so badass. And then a few years ago, I found out they're only a year older than me. Oh, this is this group you were telling gr- me about. Yeah. yeah. They, they actually popped up on my Spotify wrapped as uh-huh. one of my most listened to bands. Um, but yeah, they were pretty badass. But as far as women guitarists, there was that one girl that worked for Michael Jackson and now Beyonce. Uh, Orianthe. Oh. Is that her name? Although, and she like played for Alice Cooper. Yep. Yeah. Orianthe. Oh, uh-huh. okay. Yeah. And she was with Richie Sambora. Oh, wow. She, yeah, she, she got a whole, she got a resume. She like, got a long. nice little <laughs> resume. That's a good <laughs> resume right there. Okay. Right? Yeah, getting pumps in with Richie Sambora. Yeah. Get the pumps in. I always, I, I used to always like, like, seeing uh, women in, like, the band. Mm-hmm. Just, like, playing instruments and, like, you know. I remember, remember that group, The Jets? Yeah, the Jits. The Jits. And they, they, there was like a family band. They were Samoan. Yeah, <laughs> and they had like the uh, the girls were just playing guitar, and they, and they had the girl on the keyboard. And I was like, man, I had a huge crush on the girl on the keyboard because I had never seen oh the instruments, and I was just like, because you know you grow up like women be singing, and they were on the guitar. Yeah, right? it was like a guitar with keys, and they were singing. Oh, no, you sound. <laughs> they all had the booze. Yeah. Right, I we was like all in. in. We <laughs> also have to mention Sister Rosetta Tharp. Rosetta Tharp, and taking it back. Wanda Jackson. Wanda Jackson. Because those two are the most classic old right. school. They were like led the whole women playing guitar, rock and roll. Yeah. So it's like, well, I gotta let you in on a little secret. Oh. On why girl bands never make it. You notice that there ain't yeah. no girl bands that ever say Fleetwood Mac gone, right. oh, Go Go's yeah. gone. Right, yeah. Kitty gone. But Fleetwood Mac. The Bangles. The Bangles didn't gone. last. Gone. You what was that other one? The, the, the Pretender? Not the Pretender. What's it? Um, Who's um, the? Um, oh God, Banana Rama. Right. Banana Rama. Banana Rama. There was. Uh, Who was Joan Jett with? The Black Hearts. The Black Hearts. The Black Hearts. The Black Hearts. Oh, the uh, was it the uh, what were the name? The Bomb, the Cherry Bomb, not the oh, Cherry, cherry bomb. bomb. Who yeah. did that? It was uh. Go. Uh, shoot. What was the Blonde, name of the girl Blonde, band? Patron Saints. Who did Cherry Bomb? And Lita Ford was on the... The Runaways. The Runaways. Runaways. That's what I was thinking about. Yes. I was That's like, what I, was I knew they about. was little badass baby yeah. girl kids. The Runaways. What's the secret? <laughs> why Why they can't last? The reason why girl bands don't last is because eventually we all sync up on our period at the same time. Oh, this and is, it's just murder. This you know what, what I mean? Month is. after month after... It just... You know what I mean? The tension just I keeps growing. I didn't see this coming. <laughs> I thought she was gonna give us the real. That he is was, the real. That's the real. That's the real. It I'm all comes down you from to that. Experience. Dang it. Yes, I <laughs> I came from that world. I did an all girl band, mm. and and that's exactly what it is. You know, we all and it becomes a competition thing because girls. Mm. You know what I mean? Young girls, they're not mature. You know what I mean? They yeah. don't know what it's like to really be friends or you know have the business and separate that part. You right. just hate on each other. You know what I mean? Dang. Like, dang, she looked really good in them garter belts and my thigh has just rolling. Down. Down, you know what I mean? Because uh, I mean, you start comparing just stuff mm. between each other. You just get real petty and yeah. uh, 
um, and then you you end up you know one girl buddies up with the other girl, and then this girl Clicking feels up left within out. The group. Yeah. It, it's all bad. And then you know what I mean, and then let everybody be on their period at the same time. It's uh, just like, <sighs> do periods really sync up? Yeah, yeah. they do. They Why do. is that? It's, it's just a thing. We're wolves. Like it's just like <laughs> like it's like we share the same air after a while, mm. and it's like we catch this rhythm to get together as girls. Like, yeah, it's guaranteed. The moon's fault. If I start seeing her like often, yeah. we will end up getting on the same period cycle. That's just crazy. Like, yeah, the other day, uh, I don't know if she wants me to say. I'm gonna say her name anyway. Zuli. <laughs> I was like, man, I just got my period. Said, me too. And we've been seeing each other like. I noticed that <laughs> she posted another period post on the TikTok. And I remember you saying yours started. Yeah. I was like, yeah, we out here. <laughs> synced up. This is sync up. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And it's like, let's normalize. Let's throw this in there. Normalize not being grossed out by periods. Yeah, fellas. absolutely. Because that's enough. You oh, should I be. Like you that. should celebrate periods because it's like, hey, you didn't get her pregnant. Right. Yeah. Period is like, how many of you Unless fellas you get her have been relieved <laughs> by I got my period? Yeah. You know how many times I've I've hit Tony with the I got my period. Yeah. Oh. Like, <laughs> All right. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> okay. Especially after the surgery. Yeah. It's like, it's oh, like it works. we didn't know yeah. if it worked or not. I got a vasectomy. Oh, in case yeah. You, yeah. I got yeah, the balls clipped. And so it was like, you know, does it work? Yeah. yeah, you know, you gotta put it because I never got a Field chance test. to properly. Yeah, check. I was supposed to go back in and, and they test to make sure you know it was uh, successful, mm-hmm. but I never got a chance to go, and so we just did it the old fashioned way. Yeah. Like, you break Yeah, because I unloaded in there. Did, did, did it right. go through? He shot the club up. Yeah, multiple times, Came and in. we out here still came in dumping. You know, you played a guitar. Uh, first of all. Stand up comedian, that's how we met. Mm-hmm. You know, man, doing stand up comedy. How long you been doing stand up? 10 years. I just hit my 10 years. 10 years. 10 years. Where did you start? I started, uh, do you remember Adam Barnhart? Yes. Mm-hmm. I started at his class, the, the Clown okay. House. So I started going to like Clown Comedy College yeah. and learning how to write a joke and how to mm-hmm. get up there. And, you know, and it was cool because it was with all white people, you know, white yeah. people, they're so like, oh, good job. You know, uh-huh. and they're so, you know, as opposed to like, if I would have went to like comedy school in La Puente, yeah. you know what I mean? Bunch of haters, you know what I mean? I would have never, yeah, who would have never made it through. <laughs> <laughs> so it was cool. I grew up with, with, uh, with, with white people, very, mm-hmm. very um, nurturing yeah. in comedy. And then uh, I remember my first uh, gig, I went up, it was a random gig. Uh, Twinkie, I don't know if you remember Jose Tapia, Twinkie, used to book shows back in the day. I don't know if I remember Jose. He gave me my first spot, Uh and then um, I just kind of started going up from there. Just started working the process of writing jokes, and then um, that's how I ended up with the palms. Remember how I had the palms, and Mm -hmm. I started getting that whole little open mic and everything, and then I got the the comedy store. Remember? So I just Mm -hmm. did a lot of bookings and stuff, and a lot of comedy, and eventually I figured... I want to host. That's yeah. my niche. Like going out there, getting dressed up, you yeah. know, getting a nice chunk of change to show up, you know, right. what I mean? introduce everybody. Yeah, yeah. Because, <laughs> hey, man, a it. lot of people sleep on a good host. Yeah. Oh, Because good they host. set the tone for the whole night. Yep. And then yep. you get that host. And then people just show up for the host. Mm-hmm. And then the comedies on the the comedians on the lineup is just cherry on top. We getting the full night. Oh yeah, a lot of people show up for my titties. I mean, for my hosting. <laughs> so you know what I mean. They know that I'm a titties like, first comedy be. night. They, yeah. <laughs> well, they know it's, it's going to be a good show. So yeah. I, I've gotten to host a lot of good. Like mm-hmm. I was just uh, I found my old resume. My, yeah. You know the entertainment resume, yes. right? 
And Absolutely. I'm like, man, I gotta update that. And mm. it's like it's gonna be it's gonna be pages, but like a yeah. really cool events like um random, random thing I ho- I hosted. Uh-huh. Marilyn Manson's birthday party. Random. Yo, right? Super random. It it was like I was in a room full of rock stars. Uh Everybody from Rob Zombie to to James Eha, the Smashing Pumpkins. Uh And it was a karaoke surprise birthday party. Oh wow. And nobody wanted to go up and host. So so his wife grabs me and goes, Uh Tanya, go up there and start this party off. I was like, Okay, all right, right, we do it. And I looked at James and he's like, I don't want to do it. (laughs) I'm like, Okay, so I went up there, talked to the DJ, and I was like, uh, you got straight out of Compton? Uh, and he's like, yeah. I'm like, all right, we're going to go with that. Right? Okay. <laughs> so that's what I started off with, and uh, I introed it all, uh, and then I was like, and this was for you. Kick it, boy. You know what I yeah. mean? And it started off into uh, straight out of Compton, which I know the lyrics. Right. It's front to front back. Front to back, you got I that. Like, I was like, I don't even need the screen. Please turn that off. Right. You're offending me. <laughs> <laughs> how, did you, how, did, how did she know you? Who you, uh, the wife? Yeah, Lizzie? there. I've known uh, Marilyn Manson for uh, a while, over ten years. Oh wow! Now, okay, a good while. Yeah. Um, good platonic friend. If there's ever a man that has never tried to shoot his shot, it's uh, Marilyn it Manson. was him. Yeah, he never shot. No, he's always been super <laughs> cool, super chill. Uh, I even spent the night one time. You know, I didn't wake up with nothing in my ear. Like yeah. everything was, you know, it was real cool. <laughs> the ear. Yeah, they're real chill. The wife mm-hmm. is super chill. Uh-huh. You know, and I spent the night with both of them. Like okay. we just. I just happened to get locked in the parking lot where they live in because it's like a liquor store deal, you know, like 2.30. Mm-hmm. But they just real chill. Yeah. So every year he has a birthday party mm-hmm. on his birthday so you just know to save the date. Yeah. But you never know what it's going to be. Okay. So it was one of those like, you know, we just showed up and we're just in this random place. Like yeah. we don't know what's going to happen. And mm-hmm. it happened to be karaoke with Marilyn Manson. Wow. So yeah. Did they sing <laughs> karaoke? The, the guests, the star studded, did they go up and do some karaoke some didn't want to but ah. yeah the, some some of them did go did. up yeah some singing of them, other people's songs singing other people's songs which i would like funny. to see that yeah we too oh, the, the, like the, musicians that are already established doing karaoke of other people's right. stuff that'd be dope I, you know i was gonna put up all that video that i have because mm-hmm. it was a one of those like uh please no filming you yeah, know oh, kind of yeah, tonight for sure, for sure. but i asked i asked Lindsay, i was like hey can i get some footage from you know from yeah. me? she's like yeah go ahead so yeah I'm like, Oh, I got to record it and I get to keep it, you yeah. know. And then, like, you know, I I'll ask, I'll be like, hey, can I let this out for his birthday? It was a fun night, yeah. you know. It was a few years ago, so that was a cool one. Mm-hmm. Another one uh, thing that I hosted was Be Real and Snoop Dogg's birthday oh, party. Wow. That was cool. And um, and of all places, There's a lot of weed smoking in the, in the yeah, vicinity. yeah, yeah. It was so there was so much weed. There was so much weed smoking. The sheriffs look guilty. They're like, we're just gonna let this happen. Yeah, <laughs> man, I guess this is what it, it is. is. Yeah, it was cool. Wow, were yeah. you contact high? I was high. Yeah, you was you was contact. you fully high. I was fully. High. Oh, you was all yeah. in. Yeah, I was all in. Damn. Yeah, yeah, good times. So yeah, com- comedy uh, has been just, you know. It's so relieving. It's like our de-stressor. It's yeah. a way to, you know, get up there and get stuff off our oh, chest. Oh, tough. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I need it. I'm like, man. Matter of fact, I've been trying to, uh, I've been wanting to work out new new material, but I haven't been wanting to do it on the road. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking forward to getting back up locally so I can, oh. so I can try this stuff out, like at the comedy store and stuff like that. But on the road, I still been like tiptoeing. But, yeah, so it's like, boom. 
How did you know, when was the moment you was like, when you signed up for that class or whatever, when was the moment where you was like, yo, I want to do comedy? <laughs> it was, I was in that relationship, mm -hmm. that horrible relationship. The, you know? the one with? The, the one. That one? And, that yeah. one. You going to say who was, was? Maybe was, maybe later. You God. know what I mean? If the water gets me drunk enough, you know what I mean? We might open oh, up that can of worms. Yeah. You know what I mean? Barbara Walters that yeah. out. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Maybe we'll that see. That was a long relationship. That was a long relationship. Yeah, yeah it was. But it was at, at one of those points where I realized, you know, I need to do something with myself, mm -hmm. get myself out of just this funk. Yeah. I was like, I need to maybe go back to school. Okay. So I went through the LACC catalog and uh, they had ballet. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I always want to be a ballerina. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I signed up, right? And mm -hmm. uh, they gave me a call and they're like, Mrs. Strata? I'm like, yes. They're like, did you sign up for Ballet 101 Ensemble? I was mm -hmm. like, yes. They're like, well, we're going to have to cancel it because you were the only one who signed up. So. Oh, wow. They bombed. <laughs> they bombed. They bombed. Like, ah. So they were like, the only thing available we have Saturdays is Zumba or mm -hmm. Intro to Stand-Up Comedy. I was like, oh. look at God. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That was it. And um, and that was it. And I signed up. But Man, we could have lost you to Zumba. You could have lost <laughs> We could have launched you to Zumba. It was it was that moment, the crossroads. And you was like, stand-up comedy. Zumba. Yeah, you could have been a Zumba instructor. I would have never met you. Man, they had a good little bacon cart, too, right after Zumba. I was like, I don't know. Yeah. You might go for the Zumba. Right. <laughs> so that's what it was. It was that. But it was, and it wasn't that, just that. It uh -huh. was like, when I was, do you remember when, um, be like night at the apollo or night at the improv mm -hmm. and it was like channel nine channel 11 yeah. they played the stand-up you know that we get to see right that's what made me like that's what i want to do okay i want i want to be a comedian yeah um and that was something i always wanted but uh -huh. it wasn't until way later that i found that class and okay it just kind of all went together with yeah. like this is what i want to do mm -hmm. so and i want um what was it um class clown in high school Oh, so you were silly in high school. I was super silly. Yeah. Yeah, I was dumb. You got the pictures. You're going to have to post the uh, the throwbacks. Oh, boy. Oh, Where, yeah. Where'd you grow up? Uh, I was born in Los Angeles, California, mm -hmm. but I grew up in La Puente, California. Okay. And La Puente is where, in conjunction with, for those that don't know L.A., is that considered East L.A., um, North, Southwest, is it um, outskirty? If you go east from L.A. for about 30 minutes till mm -hmm. you run out of hope, <laughs> like right there, <laughs> right past the 605 right is right there is La Puente. Three-fourths yeah. miles from, from Hope. You, you exit that. Exit there. It's right there. What's it next to? I'm trying to. I'm West trying Covina. To... Remember West okay, Covina? Okay, yeah, yeah, Okay. So it's between Baldwin okay. Park and West Covina, okay. like El Monte. You take the 10 to get there? Take the 10. Yeah, the yeah. 10. Okay. The 10 East. 10 East. Yeah. 10 East. Uh, what was it like growing up there? It was different mm -hmm. because... I was I was going to Korean school in LA. Oh, okay. So I was I grew up with a lot of civilized people. <laughs> <laughs> did you learn Korean? I do. Yeah, Anya Seo. Oh, so you? And uh, yeah, I went to Korean school. Like, wow. It was it was um well so a lot of people think that I'm Mexican, but mm. I'm actually Chinese Colombian and Black Colombian. Really? And, um, yeah, every, yeah. I thought no, you Russia, was Mexican, Mexican this whole time. Hey, that's why we had you on the show. <laughs> I like a Mexican guest for verbal cardio. Tanya Strong. <laughs> this whole time, wait, say it again. I'm Chinese Colombian and Black Colombian. What? Mm-hmm. 
But when the acting roles come in, you know yeah. what I mean? To play that chola number one, yeah. I'm like, orale. Like, <laughs> That's hilarious. This whole time. <laughs> this yeah, whole I, didn't, time. I didn't even think. I didn't take the time to think, what is she? I and thought she like, was she Mexican. Spanish. That's it. And you speak Colombian? Spanish as well. I speak full Spanish. Do you speak Colombian Spanish? Because Colombian Spanish is so different. It's so clean. <laughs> you it know, so proper. Actually, I speak full on Mexican Spanish. Because mm. like, of growing up here. Because growing up here. Because yeah. growing up with all Mexicans, I sound like fluent Mexican, and they wow. have no idea that I'm even Colombian you know until what? I say until I say it. You you left me a voice note in Spanish. You do sound Mexican, right? Yeah, we I voice message her. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this, this, is, this is a bomb. <laughs> if you were to hear Colombian, you'll you you would know the difference. Even if you don't know Spanish, you'd yeah. be like, "Oh, I can understand every single word when Colombians speak because it's like they pronounce every single letter." Uh-huh. But when anybody else speaks, it'd be so they'd just be running it would through be it. Be the equivalent to like an uh, English person speaking English. Would it be? Would that be the equivalent? It would be the equivalent of somebody coming fresh out of like those classes, those proper like. Etiquette classes. It's yeah. like somebody fresh out of etiquette class. Okay. Not even fresh out. Somebody who's been in etiquette for years. Yeah. Speaking English. So there's no yeah, there's yes. It's yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> It'd be like etiquette Spanish to La Puente Spanish. You uh-huh. know what yeah. I mean, right? Yeah. Or like etiquette, like the way they speak and the way you'd go in the hood. Yeah. Like it's a it's a different slang. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's very Spanglish and it's very improper. Yeah. Uh, it's funny as hell. I think too, because it's a lot funnier. Yeah. Like to think, like things you'd be like, ah, la verga, or yeah. no manches, we. You know what I mean? Like things like that. I right. hope you don't have to censor that. No, nah, <laughs> man, we, we raw in here. We raw. What did you just say? We for raw. The people listening and myself. Uh, oh, la you verga. You know, uh, is usually. You know, I like, don't ever use that. It's funny because when when people talk to me in Spanish out here, I'll be like, oh, okay, because you know I'm Puerto Rican and Dominican, <laughs> so my Spanish, I'll be like, yo, dímelo, y qué lo que, and they'd be like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's different it's different our our slang is so different and then my like both sides is pure slang like literally everything that comes out of our mouth is slang. All slang and then dominicans speak a million miles per minute you yeah. know what i mean like it's it's so many words at coming at you at once that uh-huh. when i like i have to find a, a proper balance when i'm talking out here oh, okay and like even then i'm not like confident in my spanish because i'd be like they don't know what the fuck I'm saying. I remember you <laughs> were talking to that guy when we got in the taxi in Miami. Uh-huh. And he y'all were talking to each other. I was like, man, I don't know what they were saying, but I was just like, yeah, oh, they're yeah. talking about something. Oh, that Cuban Spanish is fast Cuban. in yeah, Miami. Mm-hmm. Oh, Lord. Yeah. I'd yeah. be like, huh? It's all fast to me. Like, <laughs> from, you know, the outside looking in, it's all fast. I'm like, oh, oh they just, my nose is bleeding. I'm like, man, like, yeah. how are they keeping up with what they're talking about? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's all fast to me, but I can I can hear the differences. Like I'm starting to you know uh, really be mindful of like the differences. Even when I watch Narcos, I've noticed the differences because you know they started in Colombia <laughs> and then they go to Mexico. So it's like oh you know I'm, yeah. I'm hearing a <laughs> little just, bit of stuff. But. You just reminded me of one mm. of your skits, like one of your first skits Uh-oh. where you would use the narco music. Oh yeah, yeah. Crimwood. 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 I, I based that back. off of Pablo Escobar on Narcos. He was just so regular looking. Mm-hmm. 
this huge drug lord, and he was just dressed basic. Even even for back then, he wasn't flat flamboyant. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, man, look at how he's just he built like the way a he regular moves. Dad. Yeah, he and just, I was just like, someone's dad out here. Making I'm gonna money. be this guy. <laughs> um, so okay, so your parents then? Mm-hmm. I want to know the parental breakdown there. Mm-hmm. So your mom is from where? So my mom is from um, Medellin, Bogota, okay. Medellin, oh. Colombia, um, those regions. Mm-hmm. Um, she went to, this is funny, convent to school. She went to a okay. convent, okay? My dad is from El Choco. El Choco is the region part, uh, like over the Amazons, uh-huh. where all the black people are of Colombians. Really? Uh-huh. Who are not allowed to be with anyone outside their race. Because, really? Yeah, they're like racist against them mixing with... Well, we're talking... My dad's from 1929. Oh, wow. And my okay. mom's from 1949. Okay. So it was a yeah. different, like a totally mm-hmm. different era. Um and my dad uh, ended up being a chauffeur. Not okay. only a chauffeur, he ended up starting the first syndicate for chauffeurs, like a little union in Colombia. Really? Uh-huh. So in case, because, you know, in other countries, if a chauffeur gets into an accident, they uh-huh. have to go to jail. Okay. Because, like, they don't have no protection, no insurance. So my mm. dad, um, being that he came from being a lawyer, uh-huh. and, you know, his brother was a lawyer, so he oh, learned wow. law. So he started this whole little syndicate of chauffeurs, uh-huh. right? So it was like a little house. So yeah. if you got in a car accident you were a chauffeur, you got to stay in the house okay. instead of having to be in jail. Oh, okay. So uh, at that time, my dad was, I guess before he started the syndicate, mm. uh, he was a chauffeur at the convent. Okay. And my mom uh, was a little hoe. Oh. <laughs> my mom wanted to get it, like at 16, because they're they're like very far apart in age. Yeah. Um, I think like I think he took her like at 16 and he was like 36, 37. Oh. Yeah. Pops so, was yeah. corrupt. Yeah, at nighttime. Yeah. Oh, at man. nighttime, you know, and uh so but I hate to say, but that was normal back then. So normal. It was normal. That was, was the move back then. And especially yeah. in other places oh. like outside of here. Forget yeah. it. Even yeah. in here, let's 14, be honest. But, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So back then, you know what I mean? So, right. so it was a thing. Oh, I forgot to mention my mom's descendants from being from China uh-huh. is because, um, did you guys ever hear about the gold rush? Mm-hmm. In, yeah. In, mm-hmm. But over in that part? Not, not in that region. I always hear about it in San Francisco and stuff like that, but. Okay, so what they did is in Peru, uh-huh. there's a bunch of people in Peru, and find, let me know if any of you are Asian out there that come from that region, and this is why this happened, okay? Mm-hmm. So there's these Peruvians that will go up to China and be like, if you pay us this much money, we'll take you to the gold rush. And okay. so they would pay him this money, Chinese would pay him this money, uh-huh. and they would take him down. And just drop them off in Peru. Oh wow! Now we're talking. You know, there's no cell phones at that time. Right. There's no nut. That's like you just dropped off. They just dropped off. Make so, your way downtown. Yeah. You then. know, we got gypped, right? What do you do? Right. So uh, some of them settled in Peru. No. Some of them spread to other parts of the country. Right. But if you notice in Peru, the food is very Chinese based. Like really? They have, yeah. Never noticed that. It's very of very course, Asian. Yeah, oh, Peruvian food is the really food. though. Yeah, Peruvian food is good. But yeah. Yeah, so that's where my mom comes from, that region. There's a place in uh, wow. New York. I think it's Peruvian and Chinese, and it's like one of the, the most popular places. It's, mm. I think it might, they claim that the nutcracker comes from there, the drink, but I don't know. I don't know. Um, the or the woman. Oh, <laughs> the nutcracker. Any, any of my patron saints, um, 
Have any of you ever been to Peru? Peru. It's holiday season, y'all. It's holiday season. Fellas, how those balls doing this holiday season? How's your package? Your undercarriages? How they doing out here? Are they taking care of? Are you really taking care of the packages out here? I know you're taking care of the packages that come to the house. Oh, oh, I was waiting for this in the mail. But are you showing that same respect and care to your package package? The package you take everywhere you go. Hmm? That's important, man. The package must be maintained, secured, and cared for. Trimmed up, if you will. Manscape is always here for you, man. And it's the holidays. So it's holiday season, and you don't know what to get as a gift or a stocking stuffer. Do you do you do you not know? All right. Well, today's sponsor, Manscaped, has the tools to guarantee you win this year's stocking stuffer or white elephant competition. Manscaped is the leader in men's below-the-waist grooming, and they serve more than Four million men worldwide. That's a lot of packages. Four million men, that's a lot of shafts, a lot of balls. So if that's four million men, you double it for the balls. That that could could potentially be eight million sets of balls, unless, of course, you know, some people don't have both. So I don't want to exclude. But we're looking at potentially 7.5 million balls. I just wanted to throw that out there. Now, if my math is correct, Oh, they already they already said this. We right on the same track, Manscaped. If my math is correct, it's almost eight million balls. It was already it was already here. I just we on the same wavelength. You can get twenty percent off, free shipping, um, if you go to manscaped.com with the code verbal. Now, one of their best selling products is the Manscaped four um, It's at the top of every man's wish list because come on, man. You got to keep downstairs together. You got to keep it together. You know what I'm saying? And, and don't even use the excuse, I'm single, nobody's looking down there. No, man, you never know. You never know what might happen. Being a single man out here, you never know what might happen on any given night. You know what I mean? You could be surprised. Like, oh, oh, and you don't want to get caught out there with the wild foliage down, down below. You don't want it to be unruly. You know those yards in certain neighborhoods where every block... It's like, oh, they got nice yards. And then you always hit that one house where it look like, man, they don't even give a damn about the yard. You don't want to be that guy. You know what I'm saying? Well, they'd be like, oh, man, you look like the haunted house at the end of the block in the front yard. You don't want to be like that down there. Come on, fellas. Manscaped has this lawn mower body trimmer, the best trimmer on the market for your balls, butt, and body, and the weed whacker, ear and nose trimmer. Hey, you need that nose trimmer. I'll be seeing a lot of cats out here, hairs hanging out the nose, me included. Sometimes I'll be like, oh, oh, I got it, man, some rogue hairs out here trying to escape the nostril prison, okay? And then when you get older, them ear hairs start coming in. You got to get those trimmed up. Let's not forget their famous liquid formulations, the crop preserver, ball deodorant, and crop reviver, ball toner to maximize your ball hygiene routine. Get the performance package now to receive two free gifts, the Manscaped Boxers and the Shed Travel Bag. I got the Shed Travel Bag. I love that travel bag. Um, The dads can't stop talking about this. The teens secretly buy this, and the women will love you for it. Now, these are our picks for Manscaped Surefire Wind Stocking Stuffers. Number one, the Manscaped 
two-in-one shampoo and conditioner, which just launched. You can kill two birds with one stone. That's me all day. Two birds, one stone. I'm going to get the hummingbird and the blue jay with one rock, okay? You got the number two, the Manscaped Cologne-Infused Body Wash, which I love. I love that body wash. Number three, Shears 2.0 Luxury Four-Piece Nail Kit. Number four, Crop Mops Ball Wipes for Your Stanky Balls. Number five, Manscaped Signature Cologne. These formulations are all vegan, cruelty-free, dye-free, sulfate-free, paraben-free, so you know their products are legit. Now, I'm just now finding out that all these products are vegan and cruelty-free. They're dye-free sulfate. I'm just now finding all this out. I love love Manscaped even more. Make sure to hurry to their site to ensure these uh, wild gifts show up before the holiday season. And while you're at it, get 20% 20 off plus free shipping at manscaped.com with the code VERBAL. That's manscaped.com with the code VERBAL, 20% off plus free shipping. Whether this is for your partner, dad, brother, friend, get them something that they will actually use, and it's almost sure to get a laugh. Um, get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com with the code VERBAL. Be the ballsiest gift giver this year with Manscaped. My favorite uh, country in South America is Chile because it's so long, just the way it's shaped. Like, I can always spot it on the map. It goes down the whole, damn near the whole coast, but it's just long. So I always remember that uh, from one of my classes in uh, college. Argentina, not yet. Nope. Mm. Man, I never left the East Coast. Sarita, I'm going to need you to travel, bro. Right, go somewhere. You need to go somewhere next month. <laughs> but if you're if you're from New York, you know Floor the Mile because everybody used to go there to drink, like all the youngins and stuff like that. The youngsters. I don't think they ever checked IDs. I don't know. I wasn't drinking at the time, but the food was good because you get a lot of good food mm-hmm. for cheap. I think there's a location, there's a location in Manhattan and there's a location in Brooklyn. I don't know if the Brooklyn one is still there, but Floor the Mile, which is Peruvian and Chinese food. Mm. Hey, go there, Slarita. Mad good. That sounds good. Yeah, it's real it's good. Like good. Go there. Combo. I didn't know that was like a thing. I just thought they were Pro- like, oh, I was like, this is a cool combo. No, that makes sense. Peruvian and Chinese. Okay. Wow. It's a, I didn't know. So I'm learning why. a lot with this. Yeah. Oh, if you want to learn more, do you know about Chile and what's going on there? Or no. Supposedly, tell me more. What's going on in the slender okay. country along the uh, the coast? So mm-hmm. along the Andes Mountains mm-hmm. in that region. Um, they're said to be about, say, a 200-mile stretch mm. that is very difficult to get to. It's very hot. Mm. Uh, you have to, like, travel in these, like, spider wheels to get to it. Mm. And temperatures reach, like, 120, 130. Oh, hell no. With the humidity? Oh, hell no. But keep going. So they have found all these huge hieroglyphics in this area and they said that this is probably where the aliens come and chill really nobody can get to it and oh. there's evidence so oh, there you go because oh, i love oh, aliens oh, oh. i love everything about yes. aliens and finding out where they're going and yeah you know where we're off to next right uh, yes <laughs> this so, yeah. is going down now this is going yeah it's going down now there's a stretch along the chilean andes mountains yeah. in that area and there and they and you'll see it like if you look it up like mm. they got a team to go out there and it's like who made that not even you know what i mean a production crew would right. make wow. these hieroglyphics but it's like you can see they're 
big. Really? Oh, there's big, yeah, huge markings. And they and they they can't connect uh, a particular civilization to those hieroglyphics. They're just like, yo, who you, who would do that? But it, and also too, um, you know how here. In L.A., we have a lot of high-speed chases. Yeah. <laughs> well, over there, uh, they have a lot of stop TV transmissions because of an identified flying object. They always have those where they break out live, and they do that. So that happens a lot in Chile, and it's known. Like, we have high-speed car chases. They have UFO sightings that go live. Yo, I'm a super intrigued. <laughs> I love I love anything. Aliens, ghosts, Ooh. I'm all in every time. And I'm just like, because for me... I feel like, you know, we're not alone in the universe. There's too there's just too much out there for it to just be this. Mm-hmm. That would be a complete waste of everything mm-hmm. in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I agree. And but the but the the amazement factor for me is that a civilization was able to become so advanced that they are able to travel between, you know, light years to get to us mm-hmm. and just coming back and forth and just like because I feel like, okay, so Earth is uh, for it's billions of years old, mm-hmm. right? And I'm thinking like, and they say the universe has a certain age. Mm-hmm. So I think about other planets that could have life, and I'm just like, all right, some of these planets are in different phases of life. Like, you know, it might be a planet that has dinosaurs right now because, you know, they never got hit by asteroids. So you got that, and then, then you might have a planet that more advanced than us is like, yeah, we we traveling, we moving stuff with our minds, we doing this, we we found a way to bend the universe, space-time to cut the distance short and go through a black hole, and then we come out over here. So I'm just like, I'm amazed by all of that. Well, if you listen to our my favorite man, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Oh, this is, this this is the guy, is just, man. man yeah, he yeah. is like... <laughs> He's the guy. Oh, I love listening to him. And, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, what he explains in quantum physics is, is that everything that's happening here mm-hmm. is happening somewhere else. Right. In another version. Right. At this moment. Yes. So if, if of what could have been a decision that you made mm-hmm. could be happening somewhere else in another universe going on in infinity. Oh, so he's saying that there's a, another universe like this. It's another me, you, her, him uh-huh. in another, like the multiverse. Mm-hmm. That's wait, what... wait, so that makes me think. If you met other universe you, this is so stupid. I don't know why I'm going to ask this, but it's the first okay. question that came to my mind. All right. Would you hit? What? Would you smash yourself? Yeah. I'm not smashing myself. But you, Wait. But I, I feel like I would, as a woman. I think Sabrina would smash I herself. I would smash myself because I'd be like, what's up, other universe me? You Sabrina, know what I like. Sabrina likes. <laughs> you know what I like. She likes herself and, and women that look like her. She's like, yeah. I, like, like, I mean, outside of that, too. But <laughs> women, I'd be like, oh, okay. <laughs> all right, all right. But I think if I met other universe i don't know why i thought this but this is my first thought i was like oh there's another me out there i don't yeah. have to do any of the work is it considered masturbation oh, oh there you oh i just fucked <laughs> y'all up with that one i fucked y'all up you could potentially get an sti from y- yourself oh, so they so would be sex i beat my ass yeah because your other self had chlamydia maybe and then i'd be like, so i I didn't know I had it. Oh, what are you doing over here? And then, you know, because we all dodged bullets on right. that front. And From other you, people. Some of us didn't, but some of us dodged bullets. So it's just like, you know, you're, the other universe, you caught it. 
And now, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but I wouldn't smash myself. Queer Claws said I'd absolutely smash myself. Oh. Shout out to you, Queer What Claws. did you say? Did you say yes or no? Yeah, I'd smash myself. Did you smash yourself? I, I would. Cam, would you smash yourself? I guess men are different. No. Yeah. I would help myself smash someone else, maybe. Oh, oh no. wingman. Wingman. Yeah, the ultimate wingman for <laughs> yourself. I, I, feel like, I feel like most women are more on the spectrum than men. Like more, yeah. you know. Right. Yeah, so like men are usually either on one side Maybe a little bit on the uh, in the middle, yeah, or a completely the other side. But women are usually like very rarely on just one side of the spectrum. So right. it's like, yeah, I'd test it out. Yeah, <laughs> I would, but I would hang out with myself for sure. Oh yeah, that's I'm my guy, man. He's, he's me. I try to but, hook us up. Yeah. I think in a new universe, I'd be gay, or I would be married with children. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Or I would be divorced with children. Like, it yeah. just, infinity it just and beyond. Yeah, or like, you know, not in entertainment, yeah. you know, at a nine to five job, yeah. in a cubicle. You know, it could just, you know, it, it, uh, it's infinity and beyond. In one of those universes, you could be a, a rock star guitarist. In this universe, I am. Yeah, it could be like, <laughs> yo, she's the biggest guitarist in the mm-hmm. world. Give oh. it up. And mm-hmm. then, that would be in Europe. In Europe, <laughs> Europe is always the place. It's cracking you're over right. there in Europe, yeah. overseas. Yeah, if you're not cracking here in the U.S., you're cracking in Europe. You're cracking in Europe. They're like, man, come out here. <laughs> we got you. So your so your dad took your mom down mm-hmm. statutorily. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, they made it happen. Did mm-hmm. she? Did she quit convent school? She quit convent. She went into photography. Okay, so he was like, "Yo, man, you don't need God." Stick with me. Yeah, they then, just they just did their own little thing. Like yeah. he had his he had his chauffeur, you know, syndicate. syndicate. And then my, syndicate sounds so shady, syndicate. by the way. Oh, syndicate. let me tell you how shady it was. <laughs> oh. like, it wasn't shady. It was well, it was not the syndicate. They called it a syndicato. Okay. So in Spanish, it sounds a little bit, but in yeah. English, we know what syndicate really. The means. syndicate, man. <laughs> Come on, the syndicate. <laughs> it sounds so like the lights dim and like the syndicate <laughs> from the makers of the wire yeah. comes the syndicate. The syndicate. Wage <laughs> bill. Man, that's my show right there. The Syndicate, <laughs> episode six. When no. <laughs> okay, yeah. so so Syndicate, so Syndicate. So mm. uh, at one point, uh, the FARC came down. What's that? The FARC. Uh, it was the gorilla. The gorillas. Look up FARC. It was a whole F-A-R-C. Okay. The FARC showed up at my dad's building, mm-hmm. and they wanted to have an inquisition, and oh, they had shit. a typewriter. Oh, she said, Yo. they had a typewriter, and they were going through all his paperwork and this just, little... like, running through. So that was, so they showed oh. up. This is the first photo that, these are kids. Yo. These are children. That is a three-year-old holding oh. yeah. a... So the guy M sixteen? Yeah. So the guy showed up and uh-huh. they were telling my dad that what he was doing was illegal and this and that and blah blah blah. Trying mm. to break down what he was trying to do to help people. Okay. They were like not about it because it was government. Right. So back then it was my dad's building and he owned the phone number. And uh-huh. they were trying to intimidate him and they're like, Well, we're gonna take everything. We're gonna take your files and your office furniture and we're gonna take this. And he's like, Yo, you can take everything, uh-huh. but you can't take my phone. That's my phone number. Yeah. So Feel free. And right. he just stood there like trying to be a badass. Uh-huh. And they're like, okay. All right. All right. Okay. All right. You're gonna be okay. Yeah. So then they left and my dad was told my mom, let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah. And they packed up and they boned out to Panama. 
Oh, they went to Panama. So they went to Panama, uh, uh, which uh, in family history, they used to tell us it was their honeymoon. But yeah. it's not, was it, it was it their the, honeymoon? The escape. It that was, was the, the escape. The retreat, for yeah. real. And so um, he left. They stayed in Panama, and then he left her in Panama. Mm. He made it to the U.S., and um, he ended up getting a job working under Ronald Reagan's mm-hmm. uh Ronald Reagan's, I guess his his administration on the legal side. On um, uh, no, on the catering side. <laughs> really, your pops is <laughs> doing was it. Making mu- yeah, he was doing whatever he, was he could. Hustling McGee, hustling. You, know, yeah. you know, I was a lawyer here, and then I had my little, you know, my little car service syndicate. You know what I'm saying? And then catering. He later had a car dealership. Pops was Hustle McGee. My dad was Hustle McGee. He was. He was. And um, well, when they got here to the states. My parents ended up working for Shackley. Remember uh, Shackley? Shackley. It was like vitamins and multi-level. Uh. It was like the Mary Kay of vitamins. Okay. And so they did that. And mm. they would always have these big Friday night meetings where mm. they would bring people in and they would meet people all week long. Come to our meeting. Come to yeah. our meeting and try to sell people vitamins. So my right. dad would dress up in a suit mm. and he had a whole showroom with all the vitamins. My mom would get it all, all decked up mm. and then they would have raffles and they would have all kinds of prizes. So people would show up to this Friday night party right. and I had to be asleep, but I would watch my dad uh-huh. and it was like he was doing stand-up. Okay. But in Spanish, yeah. you know what I mean? Just running this whole meeting, keeping everybody laughing, going through his charts uh, about nutrition and, wow. you know, and how you need this and that for your body to right. make you. And and you should see like all the things that he made mm-hmm. just like by cutting stuff out and making photocopies and then like getting like a, um, what were those projectors? Yeah. Like, have, like he did in the 70s, he was doing wow. that, 80s. And throwing a whole little Friday night comedy thing. And the yeah. house would be packed like uh-huh. 50, 60 people deep. He had his own chairs. He had a whole thing with the metal chairs. Wow. And then, and the best part was the raffle because they were like badass gifts. Yeah. Like, And so my mom would be shopping all week. You uh-huh. know, I mean, downtown getting all these badass gifts. And people would be so happy at the raffle. And they come back every Friday night. So I would always see my dad hosting. Yeah. And so it just kind of. He was like. Yeah. Hosting comedy. Yeah. You was taking it syndicate. in syndicate on the stairs, <laughs> on the stairs, looking down. Syndicate hosting comedy. Okay, it's all coming. In. This is your origin story. Yeah, this is my origin story. Um, a funny part about what ended up happening during that time: we had a very big house, mm-hmm. and um, during the time the babysitter. Who turned out to be my dad's mistress, but that's a whole nother oh, story. Pops was, Pops was doing the most, man. Pops, rest in Pops peace. Pops is the most interesting in man in the world, he, man. He, he was. He kind of looked like O.J. Simpson, too, which is kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, now, he had a flare. Potentially yeah. murderous <laughs> Pops. Um, so during that time, the Salvadorians were going through a whole civil war. Mm-hmm. And uh, the lady that stayed with us was Salvadorian. So mm-hmm. she was like, yo, well, I need to try to get my family out of there. Everybody's dying. So our house became the Salvation Army of Salvadorians. And it became a whole refuge. So the whole Friday night parties ended. And oh, he, wow. they were like, he traded in all those chairs for cots and set up all kinds of cots. So people would come in, yeah. you know, refugee style and have a place to wake up where it was nice and clean wow. and they would make uh, pupusas if you guys know oh, what yeah. pupusas oh. are so that they would they would cook yeah. you know and do the curtido and everything yeah. and then they would go out in the morning and sell mm. pupusas yeah. 
and they would save the money and then in the meanwhile my dad would try and help them (laughs) find like a house or an apartment so Mm -hmm. they can take the money and move and help the families move move around so that was my time in la and then it just the gangs got real bad like remember remember ganglands yeah, I love that show. Okay, so remember the episode where the Marasava Trucha was coming and burning everybody yes. up? Yes. That was my street. Are you serious? That was my street. I was not allowed to go out and play anymore with nobody. Cause they shot. I remember all the kids across the street they yeah. shot? Those are my friends that I used to play with. Wasn't allowed out anymore. So from day and night, my parents just packed up the house and moved us to La Puente, thinking that we were going to be safe. Not knowing that all the cholos had been scared by the Mara Salvatrucha yeah. and everybody had moved to La Puente. So it was like gangland, like, you know, season episode two, like in La Puente. It was it was crazy growing up. Because that gang started in El Salvador, right? Yeah. But so when they were coming over yeah. with the with the refugees right. too, they felt like they needed to like make a presence. Yeah. Remember that's what they were talking yeah. about, like to be taken serious. Right. So it just snowballed. And they they took it to the next level. They were like, Ooh. we're gonna make our presence felt. Man. That's yeah. crazy. So I come from I come from that era. Yeah. And then um growing up in La Puente wasn't fun because in the meanwhile, you know, I didn't get to go those five, six years to the elementary down the street. I didn't Uh, know what was going on. So my parents were using my friend's address or their friend's address so I can go to Korean school, like way across town. Okay, so you never even knew. I never even knew, really, because now my parents Mm. were driving me back and forth every day. No bus, no friends, no spending the night, no party. I was just back and forth, back and forth. You only child? Um. No, I grew up with my brother, who was the babysitter's son. Okay. So he, we grew up like brother and sister. Gotcha. Um, but my sister was born when I was seven years old. Okay. And then that's when my childhood stopped. Oh, it stopped then. <laughs> it felt, it felt like it. Yeah. Like it felt like I lost, like at seven, like I lost my parents because she just would not stop crying. You know? Oh, okay. Like it was one of those sisters, just like. Ah! Like yeah. any minute that my parents, it's like she knew, like, oh, she there, get, she get attention, like oh, she would just okay. freak out. So yeah. it was a, it was a very traumatizing from seven on. Yeah. I was just traumatized by all the crying and the yeah. screaming and just the incessant just Dang. noise, where I just sometimes in my house I just like it to be dead quiet, yeah. no mm-hmm. noise, no nothing except for binaural beats, you know, because yeah. those those calm me. Right, but any kind of noise for me feels like I'd rather put my ear next to a vacuum cleaner and yeah. just sit there like mm-hmm. in comfort than yeah. hear screaming kids. Dang. Nuts. They tore you up with that. Oh man. Are no. you and your sister close now? Or you still be like <laughs> she you was crying. Probably no we Yeah, you were crying. You was crying. You man. you know what you did to my yeah. dolls. Man, oh what you she did to it. Man, you know what she did to my dolls? Oh snap. Oh, <laughs> Not only was she crying she even messed up the dolls? Um, so, you know, because that's all I had was my dolls. Yeah. And my dolls was this huge collection that my mom had got me mm-hmm. uh, on big metal stilts. Like, I had dolls and dolls and dolls. Yeah. Everything from Barbie to Gem and the Holograms to She-Ra dolls. Yeah. Like, everything. And I would take them out the box and play with them, you know, mm-hmm. put everything back, put my dolls back up. And one day I came home. And she had knocked these stands down somehow. And she ripped the boxes open. And she had markered all over their faces. (laughs) Nonsense. 
I hope you watching this right now. <laughs> I hope you watching this right now. You know what you did. You know what you did. Come on. She rushed. She marked on She Rush. She rushed. She marked on Glimmer. She marked on Catra. She 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 yeah. Yeah. She said that's not a piece that's a terror that's terrorism. Man, that I would have never been cool with my sibling. Yeah. That it was been hard. It, it like, was nah, hard. man. She rushed. Yeah, you know what you did to She Rush. Man. You know what you did to Jim. Where she live now? La Puente. <laughs> she's still in La Puente? She's a, she's a tutor for Asian kids. Really? So, yeah, mm. so she got her. She she's got still her tied into the Asian community. She, yeah, she, you know, she do her thing. Yeah. We, we, we Asian in that sense. Yeah. Um, we're not super Asian. Uh-huh. We're more, we're more like Latino. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think it's cool that she ended up being a tutor for yeah. Asian kids. It's yeah. honorable work, man. Yeah, that is. But at the it same is. time. And we're, we're adults now, but still. Yeah. Of course. Do yeah. you make do you make like uh typical Colombian food or did you grow up on that? Like mm. the whole like arepas and the uh, bandeja, like did you grow up with all that? I did, but my mom's cooking sucked. Uh, it was dry. It yeah. was overcooked and dry. Like yeah. it was like and then she would try to make Chinese food and uh-huh. it was just worse. Oh, like it was like, man. oh man, come on. Nah. You know what I mean? You don't gotta cook Fried rice that much, yeah. you know? It's, you it's, it's fried. It's fried already. Rice all crunchy, like... Man, you eating cereal? Nah, this is fried rice. I thought it was I'm grape dark. nuts. Mm, grape nuts? It was Man. grape nuts, yeah. So and Pops didn't cook? My Pops cooked bomb. That's where oh. I learned how to cook okay, was so my he, dad. He could yeah, do it he'd be like... <laughs> Did he cook a lot, or did he was it was he working too much? He was he was fucking too much. Oh, he was he was smashing. He too was much. he was out there getting them pumps all so over. So you probably yeah. got more siblings that you don't know about. You know, it's so funny at the funeral. Oh snap! Oh. The funeral where the truth comes out. Right at the funeral, because at that point, you know, we accepted a lot, so we were very still in our crying. Yeah, you know, we were good. Uh, and so all of a sudden you just hear all this like loud crying uh, my mom my sister my brother right now turn around i'm like who's this lady just like yeah and i go i go mom who's that and she goes oh that's the baker i'm all smashing the baker i know he loves sweets like that he's probably smashing the baker but (laughs) uh you know he used to own a car dealership Mm -hmm. and i think the funniest part of the funeral was that the dmv lady came oh snap (laughs) he was smashing the dmv lady the dmv lady came and talked at the funeral and her son looked like my dad (laughs) (laughs) he was sitting there like he talked he talked about how what a great dad you know what a great man my dad was Mr. Estrada was always there for him after school picking him up to go get pupusas I'm like damn that was his son he became a lawyer oh (laughs) hilarious does he look like OJ now? Huh? The kid? With the hair? Yeah. Yeah, he looked like OJ. Yeah. Like, how you have looked like OJ? That was his. But, yeah. That's your Ooh. brother. <laughs> and you mentioned another brother. You got another brother, too? 
I got another brother. Okay. And he's cool. He's 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 like uh, my stepbrother or the original babysitter's kid. Oh, okay, yeah. that one. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Gotcha. So he he stays with my mom and takes care of my mom gotcha. and stuff and and with my sister. Okay. So so they're all in La Puente. Now. They're in La Puente. Okay. Yeah. Do you be going over there still? No. Oh, you don't you don't even pull mm -hmm. up. Like you know. Uh, and I think it's okay to say this because a lot of people uh, are always like, oh, my mom and my dad. And mm. Listen, I love my mom and my dad. Yeah. I, I do. I love them for they gave me life and they kept me safe mm -hmm. as best as they could. Right. However, there's some things that just kind of happen that you just can't disregard. You're just like, you know, you could have done better. Yeah. You know, and not mm. only that, I think as Latinos especially, and I don't know, you know, how white people have it or whatever. But and I say that because a lot of white people grow up good, like they know how to instill values in their kids, and they go that extra step where the kids yeah. don't come off so traumatized. Right. But Latinos, we don't get that chance. It's like, you know, I don't know how to say this, but I think it's just best sometimes if your parents are toxic to just stay away from them. You okay. Know? Yeah. Because parents can just be so negative and so nagging and so this, and they they make you feel like you need to live up to be a certain way that they want you to live up yeah. to and it's like mm -hmm. no I don't I get to I get to live for me like right. mm -hmm. and you know and and in turn I got to do the one thing that uh, a lot of kids want and it's they want to make their parents proud right like yeah. that's the one thing want to do right. start, well, I'll, I'll, of course and so the day for that was when my dad got to see me do stand up mm. with my tattoos Okay. Because I've been hiding my tattoos from my dad for since I was 18 years old. Wow. So over 20 years. Yeah. Even when I got married the first time. You were still. I got, I got my wedding dress was short, but uh, I had sleeves put on to match the dress. Okay. So it, it was like, um, like I was always hiding it from him. And one yeah. day he knew I was going to be at this show and uh, he was there. And yeah. I was like. Oh, dang, I'm like, God, you 30-something years old. You know what I mean? You go yeah. in there and be like, you know? Right. And I did it. And uh, at first he was like, he looked at me like I showed him my vagina. He yeah. was like, oh. <laughs> 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 he didn't want to look. Yeah. And then um, I did my show. Uh, my mom was there too. And um, I talked to her the next day, and I was like, so what did my dad say? Yeah. And he said that he grabbed my hand, and he looked at me, and he goes, can you believe we made that? Oh. oh he was big proud. Oh, big proud. He was big proud. Big proud. That's dope. That's, that's dope. Yeah, that's yeah. amazing. Yeah. I try to hide my... <laughs> idiot. I try to hide this, like, this one, this huge tattoo on my arm, right? Um, and I had I had stuff up top. My mom was fine with it because you can cover it up, oh. like everything that was above my elbow. Um, but when I got this, I went to go visit her in Florida, um, and it was like it was the summertime, and I was wearing a hoodie. It was like a hundred and something outside, but I was rocking a hoodie because I was like, "Hey man," <laughs> and she was like, "It's hot outside. Why are you wearing this hoodie?" I was like, "Oh, I'm not. I'm, I'm cold. I think I'm anemic. I try to." I, <laughs> I try to pull anything out. I would think I was 23 or something like that, or 22. Um, I was I was just making it. She's like, Sabrina, take off the hoodie. <laughs> so I took out one arm because this was the side that, like, the, the, the bare arm was near her. So I was yeah. like, all right, let me just take this off and just leave this one arm, like, right behind me with the sleeve still on. And she's like, Sabrina, <laughs> take off the hoodie right now. I was Damn. like... Damn, bro. All right. I took it off. 
And you would have thought that I killed somebody in front of her. Yeah. Oh. I, what did you do? Oh my God. I was like, I told you I was going to get my whole body tattooed. Because <laughs> that was the plan. That was the original plan. Not my whole body, but I was going to get uh, the whole right side of my body tattooed. Um, even like my head and everything. And so she was like, oh my daughter, where did I go wrong? And I was like, oh God. Like, I should have just never visited, but <laughs> parents just be doing too much. It's, I don't remember my dad's reaction. I can't remember a damn thing about my dad seeing my tattoos. He was probably like, did you eat? <laughs> did you eat? Yeah. That's bad for That's him. probably exactly what he probably looked at it. Oh, did you eat? You hungry? Because yeah. that was always his thing. He was like, all right, but is there food in your system? You know? Yeah. No. All right, I'm going to go home and cook. Like, all right. <laughs> That's a better reaction. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah I yeah. I appreciate my dad for that. I feel like he he would probably talk shit behind my back instead of in front of it because I'm very like, like I'd be ready to challenge him. I'm very challenging with my dad because mm. I'd be like more so than your mom. Even with my mom, but my mom's so dramatic that I just don't have time you, for it. Yeah, I don't mm. got time for it. But with my dad, it's it's like a nice debate, and yeah. like he's a hard headed Caribbean man. Like old school, hard headed Caribbean. Well, he was. Um, I feel like everything we've ever debated about, like whether it's like my tattoos, my veganism, like my, you know, my stance on religion, my stance on like, you know, LGBTQ plus community, like all of these things that we've debated on, he's now that person that understands it. And he's more vegetarian than anything, um, going towards vegan. He's more accepting of like, you know, anyone gay or trans or anything like that. Uh, he's more, he was, he asked me, he's like, oh, Sabrina, I think I want to get a tattoo. He wants a tattoo, uh, oh. get a tattoo of his mom. I was like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Shut up. Hey, yeah. vegan, veganism, look, I, I applaud you guys because mm -hmm. veganism is where it's at. Mm -hmm. Like, for reals on the way that what we ingest and what happens to our body in cellular turnover. Right. That's why you're going to look young forever. Mm. Is because you eat things. Like if you look at a, a piece of broccoli, right? Mm. And you see how strong it is. Yeah. And vibrant and green. Mm. And you eat that and you go to sleep and you wake up and you're glowing. Yeah. It's because you just got that life from that plant. And your body didn't have to go through much to have to absorb it. Right. It just mm. absorbs it naturally. Mm. But... When you go and you eat pork or you eat, uh, you know, dirty beef, you know, mm -hmm. it's better, dirty chicken. You know right. what I mean? Dirty chicken is the worst. I just want to say to all the boyfriends that I've ever beat up in my life, no. I was eating dirty chicken. Okay? I know that's what it is. Like, you know, and for Latinas that go crazy, you probably eat dirty chicken, too. Oh, oh that's why I'm so calm. Cause, oh. Yeah, if you, chicken, <laughs> when you eat chicken, you take on... Like, like the vibes yeah. of of the animal that you eat. Right. Yeah. So if you eat a chicken, mm. you will be like, my God, like you just be freaked <laughs> out. You know what I mean? You be that they do toxic be looking person, stressed, though. right? Mm. They be, but 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 you end up with that stress. Yeah. And I realized it was it was dirty chicken that mm. was causing me to go to jail. <laughs> Makes sense. The dirty chicken dirty had you chicken incarcerated. Guy. That makes sense. <laughs> but Man. yeah, ve veganism is is definitely a way to uh, stay very, very healthy, very glowing. You're mm. like sheening, completely sheening with your hydration and everything. Sheening, you yeah, too. You got, you got good. 
Look at him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this. this it, and it's true because energy transfers. It does. No matter if yeah. you're eating, sure. if you're eating mm-hmm. something that's stressed out, that's going through trauma, that knows it's about to be killed, and it's like literally all this like trauma is being built up within this animal, and then it gets killed, which is scary. Mm-hmm. That's added energy, and then you absorb all that. Mm-hmm. It's like, of course you're gonna be. Because I used to, I used to be a hothead when I was younger, mm-hmm. like an OD, like hothead like it's dirty chicken real bad yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) um and then once i stopped eating meat when i was vegetarian i was still kind of a hothead Mm -hmm. like i've definitely gotten into fights um as a vegetarian but now as a vegan i don't even raise my voice Mm -hmm. like how many times have we had in like loud arguments and i hate when people would be like when i tell them my mix like oh i'm puerto rican dominican haitian like oh you crazy you this and i was like "Mm, no (laughs) (laughs) oh you gotta watch out for you (laughs) <laughs> especially with me I, I don't date crazy or yeah. like you know volatile I'll be like alright I'm out yeah. the men in this too much I'm like Mm-mm. I will never raise my voice in anger especially also because I grew up on that that's all I knew in my household my mom like any little thing would be a yell, like yelling I'd be like hey you don't have to yell at me she's like I'm Puerto Rican I can't help it. I'm like that's not an excuse right That's and then my Dominican side they're loud too I just grew up around loudness that I'm like, do, I'm gonna shut up. Do you still go home for the holidays? Not like for the holidays, season? but do, for other. Is, is it yeah. loud? Yeah. yeah, my mom's still very loud, <laughs> but she's she's gotten better because I've told her like, hey, like you're not good for my peace. See, that's what I'm saying. You have that's, you got to tell them. Yeah, I had to tell her straight up like, hey, I love you, but you're not like I'm stressed around you. I can't even even if I'm going to sleep, I can't calm down around you because i don't know when you're going to come out yelling at me for no reason you Mm -hmm. know what i mean so like i had to tell her straight up and everybody who's listening stand up to your parents and let them know how they make you feel on the inside because Mm -hmm. it makes quite the difference it does like she's gotten way better she's like less like problematic for no reason you know what i mean and i'm just like oh okay all I had to do was tell you. That's what we want to see. Parents walking on eggshells. Around <laughs> yeah. I mean, just taking it easy. Because, you know, they get stubborn and be like, you're the child. Yeah. I'm the parent. This. Yeah. And, like, that was a big reason why, like, when we first got together, it was, uh, I invited her to come stay with me because I knew, you know, she was kind of stressed in that environment. So mm-hmm. I was like, that was a big reason why I was like, come stay. Mm-hmm. You know, because she was in a transition, you know, occupationally, too. So I was like, man, come on out. Yeah. Because it. it Honestly, like before we hooked up, I was about to look forward to my own space. Yeah. Because I've never had that. I was mm-hmm. like, man, it's going to be a good time. But then, we, and I knew she was going through that. I was like, you know what? Come on out. And then, yeah, you know, no. we'll. Because when, we first, when met, we first got together, I was going to take it way slower than yeah. that. And just have a, you know, bi coastal relationship. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, you don't need to be around that. Come on. Come, yeah. come on. And when side. we first met, I was still living in New York at the time. I was still working for the Knicks. Mm-hmm. And then I was making my transition from that to figuring out what else I'm going to do. So I was like, let me leave New York and figure it out. So I stood with my mom for a little bit, thinking that it'd be like calmer. Oh God, it was stressful every fucking night. Mm. And it was just, it was just too much. And then my grandmother was, she uh, got Alzheimer and dementia. And my mom didn't know how to handle it. Like she just wasn't good. Like she would get mad at my grandmother for forgetting things. And I'm like, bro, like she can't help it. Like, yeah, you can't get mad at the inevitable because it's only going to get worse, and you're going to get only stressed, more stressed out. You're going to give a, give yourself a heart attack. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So like, um, just living in that, and then me being the complete opposite, being the kind of person that's like, 
I'll be alright. Like I might stress something for a second, but I'm like, alright, I can't really, I can't live in this. Like I can't live in this anger. I can't live in this stress. I can't. I don't do arguments. I don't do none of this. So me living in that environment, I was just like, bro, I can't. So when he asked me, I was like, oh, I'm packed. I'm, already I'm at the airport. Pick me up. <laughs> and uh, but I mean, it worked out. Here we are, four years later. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. Happy anniversary. Thank you. Four years, man. And for everybody who's wondering what she what Sabrina looks like, <laughs> she looks like low key uh Dominican oh. Shade over oh. here. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. I, I they say Shade a lot. Cherishing the day. Shade is my favorite singer of all time. Yeah. For those that don't know, you probably already know. But uh But let's clear up that that's not why you with me. That, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not that she <laughs> looks like Sade. People always be like, oh, I see why. Because I've never made the correlation myself until people started, well, look at, you know. And I was like, oh, but I never even thought. Because <laughs> Sade was my oldest brother's crush. That was his, you know. I just like the music and the, the whole right. aesthetic of the vibe that was Sade. And, and Sabrina looks more, her features are more defined than Sade. Mm-hmm. So she is prettier. Sabrina oh, is prettier. Oh, you have I more do. defined. I love you, Sade. Her, her, her features are more symmetrical. Right, Sade, right, right. So, yeah. yeah. Gorgeous. Symmetrical. And she just nat- she just woke up like this. She I just did natural. Wake up like this. <laughs> natural I didn't do like nothing. that. <laughs> I woke I'll be up like this. I'd be rocking makeup. Uh, I yesterday's makeup on. What's your favorite thing to eat? Yes. Korean food. Yeah, Ooh. that's your number one Korean food. Homemade genre. Korean food. Homemade. Yeah. What's homemade. your favorite dish? Korean dish. Uh, spicy uh, chicken barbecue. Okay. So Korean spicy, which I just had Dirty that actually. Chicken. Huh? Dirty There's got to be clean chicken oh, okay. though. But if uh-huh. you get that free range, that or- organic mm-hmm. and no antibiotic chicken, yeah. pay, pay twenty dollar a chicken breast chicken, yeah. then you're all right. Okay, then you're good. But yeah, um, spicy barbecue chicken, chapche. I don't know if you guys know what chapche is, but mm. it's um, glass noodles that they make with like carrots and spinach mm. and sesame oil um, and kimchi. Like I, I just, I, I eat so much that I realized that I went back to basics and I'm like, this is what I like to eat. Yeah. Make my little bean sprouts and, you know, pickle my little things and yeah. just have everything ready. And then when it's time to eat, I just throw on a pot, throw some rice in there, throw my meat, throw my veggies in there, yeah. cook it up, you know, and I'm ready to go. Boom. Yeah. Done. Which is so funny because I watching Squid Games. I'm like, that is the, that's how we eat. What the <laughs> hell? It was just Squid Games was amazing. Oh, it was great. Oh, that was so good. I was all in. Mm-hmm. You know what those games are? No. All those games are the games that we would play at oh, recess. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Those are recess. Yeah, games. and they just they just did the the real yeah. the most with it. Right. Right. Did you see? Did I send you that? Did I send you the ending trailers or like the it like where it showed the behind the scene of the Squid Games? Did oh, I send you doing that? Oh no, did? send that. I, if not, I might have to. I might have to look it up and, mm. and 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 send that. I thought I sent that to you, but I wasn't you sure. It was where they broke down mm. everything that was going on being recorded. So like what you see yeah. in the green screen. So you could see what they were doing. Yeah. And then if you look later to see what it actually looks like on the screen, you're like, oh my God. Oh, you did send it. Better. Yep, you sent that. November the, 11th. Okay. Yeah. I was like, you got it. So when you get a chance, yeah. watch that because they show the, the you know, the glass. You know, the, the, gla- the glass the part. Glass. Yeah. That was insane. Yeah. And you know what made that so uh so dope? One of the things was that 
it's funny how quickly you got attached to certain characters that you just met. Mm-hmm. Like during during the game, you were like, "Man, I hope this I hope this guy right here makes it." Oh. And then you'd be like, "Oh man!" I, I... Then when they don't, you'd be like, "Man, this was this was my guy." Like you know, like the the glass spoiler alert. <laughs> The glass guy that was uh-huh. a glass maker. And oh, then, the one they, that yeah, was saving new, everybody. He was like, nah, was man, this one right here. And I was like, man, this this is my guy right here. I just met him. Right. They, yeah, they did really yeah, good at that. Yeah, and I was that. just like. You instantly like, you're like, wow, I love this person. That's great writing. That's amazing yeah. writing. Because we've seen, we've all seen slasher flicks where just, somebody's been in the movie the whole time and they get killed. We'd be like, oh, man, yeah. Jason's going to be Jason. <laughs> But in this, it's like, man, that, that was my dude. And, and for me, I was attached to the old man. Oh, you know? the old man was. How could you not be? I was so attached right. to that old man that when he started losing his mind, I was yeah. like, oh, man. He going through it right now. Mm-hmm. And then I realized later, I'm like, see, Spoiler this, is, alert. this is what old people do all the time. Yeah. They pull that dementia card is what it is. Mm-hmm. They lie. They you don't know got what's no going dementia. On. They know. Because who, who's going to test you? They test like, oh, everybody. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, dementia. Like, uh, I got attached to the Indian guy. Oh, yeah. oh the Indian rough. guy yeah. that spoke Korean. Yeah, the Indian yeah, guy man. that spoke straight like, Korean. Come on, man. It's my when they, when they teamed them up and you're like, someone's got to go. Yeah. I was just like, no. Oh, my God. The guy. And then the guy, the one that was supposed to be the valedictorian. Yeah. Right. The yeah, town yeah. the town hero, right? Yeah. Dirty son of a Dirty bitch. bastard, man. Right? And his, uh, his mom was so proud of him. And the end, the mom yeah. asking, have you seen, you know? And he just, that look she's on so his face. She's so sweet. Like, like, gave him, gave him, didn't give, didn't she, she give him groceries and she, stuff? She, he dropped that kid off and left her with some money. Yeah. At yeah. the end. With, yep. with his orange hair. No, I didn't like the orange <laughs> hair. I'm like, what the hell is this? Like, what was the point of the hair? You do you want to laugh though? Yeah. You know the you know the real mean Korean guy, the real yes, the one the that thug. went oh, yeah. the, thug. the thug. Yeah. You know who he remind me of? Who? I was like, if Willie Barsena was Korean. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Willie Barsena. Love you, Papa. Yo. Love you, Willie. How's he That's, doing? He's amazing. Yeah. I love Willie. Willie. He is one of my best friends. Mm. Um, and I haven't seen him in so long. I haven't oh, seen him in a long time. You guys got to do something together because yeah. he is, you know, he back, baby. Willie Barsetta is no, back. He back he out back, here. He back. He, um, <laughs> his mom passed away. Okay. And he has a lot of trauma that he's very open about, about yeah. his mom. And um, I have to tell you that ever since she passed away, mm. he's changed for the better. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Okay. It's like It's like that monster under the bed is yeah. gone. And okay. he don't even he don't drink like he used. to. Okay, you know you know the yeah. stories, right? Okay, it's just like he just like he said that he feels like he can finally live. Yeah, like and 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 you know and that goes to show like the toxicity of some parents oh, yeah. that just you know mm-hmm. she was real she was real mean to him like she um you know lived in in the ha- you know in the back house big house like right. a mansion house right yeah. she lived like a princess queen. And she would walk through the front house and just not even say nothing to him, just ignore him. And I, I, I can't imagine how that must feel right. for a person, you know, to have to go through that. And he, yeah. he don't talk about that stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, he talks about it in comedy, but right. you know, he doesn't use it as a crutch of this is why I am the way I. He just was the way he was. Right. And now he's completely changed. So it's so beautiful to see this mm-hmm. new Willie. Like it. Just, right. And you know, I, I love that man. Love yeah. the man to death. Man. Yeah, he cool. That's good, yeah. man. 
Good to Cause you. Because you, you always want to see people come out on the other side of, uh, you know, whatever they're dealing with, and they come out on the other side, like, for the better. Oh. You're just like, man, good for you. You know, and it gets better. He just did. He just reunited with Felipe Esparza oh, after 15 years of wow. not talking. He just went on. Felipe had him on the What's Up Fool podcast. Okay. You need to see this podcast. I got to check that out. he broke down. Yeah. All the myths, all the stories that uh, you heard about him. Right. Were fabricated lies. Really? You have to. You oh, yeah, have I gotta to check that out. It's like, wow. I love yeah. Felipe, too. Yeah, man. Felipe's yeah. hilarious. He's great. He's dope. He's great. Yeah. I got some Super questions. Oh, yeah. Cue it up, man. Uh, Nana PX, question for both Tony and Tanya. How do you try to bring a room back up after someone bombs as a host? Have you ever clowned the bomber? Oh. Well, every situation's different, mm. you know. Mm. <laughs> like after, um, usually after like someone's bombed, you know, it's been usually the first two comics, and I come up and I'll say like, "All right, everybody, well, that's been the amateur portion of the show. <laughs> now, <laughs> yeah. you know, and that you gotta address up, the yeah. yeah, you have to address it. You can't ignore uh, what just happened. You right. have to, you have to pull something, one or two things out mm. to try to get them back on your side because right. when you come up after those two, they're gonna be like, "Oh, he probably sucks too." Man, you wanna, mm. you know, just let them know that, hey. Uh, I think that's the best way. What about it's you? the elephant in the room. It's like, all right, they just bombed horribly. And we talking like, you know, a horrible <laughs> bomb. Not just a mediocre set. We just talking about, damn, they done killed the room. It's quiet now. It's, you have to address it people head leaving, on. People leaving. Man, people just like, man, it's just. Because we all know what just transpired. So it's like, because sometimes when you try to barrel through and ignore it, People are still thinking like, man, they're not yeah, going to address what just happened. Yeah. It's weird in here, man. I don't know, the but so weird. they they thinking there's so many different things. But when you come up there and address it head on, it usually helps the flow of the rest of the show. Mm-hmm. And uh, especially if you get multiple back to backs, yeah, it's like, oh man, this show is about to be ass cheeks. See, that's why I ask now. I ask now when they say, hey, you want to do a date, da da da, mm-hmm. and I say, who's on the show? Right. And then when they go to. I'm like, no, thank you. Oh, you, okay. I'm like, now, yeah. no, thank you. Right. You can, you can have that for mm-hmm. somebody else. <laughs> I'm, hey, I'm being serious. Because there's nothing worse than going out and doing comedy with a bunch of people that just right. are not doing comedy. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying I'm the best fucking comedian in the, in the world, but goddamn, I can make people laugh. Right. And the last thing I want to be is, oh, man, you killed it. Yeah. I wish I could say the rest, say for the rest of the six of y'all. You want you know a whole, I mean? you want a you whole want dope show. Right. You want everybody to win. You want everybody that's been on yeah. that that same level but if you know if i if there's three names i don't recognize on that list yeah. I, i'm i'm good you like, you know, um, for a few reasons mm-hmm. one they're not really paying us what we should be getting paid to right. get up and go out to go do a show right right mm-hmm. two we have so many other things that we have to get done mm-hmm. in what we're doing like remember you were talking about auditions yeah God. Damn, oh. I hate when they call, even though you've been waiting for them to call, yeah. then they call. Can you turn this in tomorrow? Can you turn this in yep. tonight? Like, oh, oh, okay, so I'm gonna stop everything that right. I got one right before I'm putting on my eyelashes coming to see you, right? Then, I'm like, yo, can you uh, go ahead and accept this? I'm like, man. Because now we're like, in the now we're in the send in phase. We're yeah. not doing traditional auditions anymore. We're not really going in. So it's like, yeah. send it in. Send it you in. You got till noon. And you got to set it all up. Pacific time. Yeah. Oh. And you got to set up your little situation. You got to learn 
The lines, oh, for one. Get in the character. Get in bro. the character. Get the lighting right. Yeah. Yeah. Get the background. Mm -hmm. It's a it's a whole thing, and it's yep. just so it's so all of these things. Um, and two, I want to just do my own content. I want to do my 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 creativity. My right. thing is that I want to be, or I consider myself the Latina female weirdo Yankovic. That's okay. what I do with my music. Yeah. I like taking songs mm -hmm. and turning them into funny songs. And I was getting going, and then COVID hit, and I've just been uh. like, damn. You know, right when it was getting good. Yeah. And and it's like, and and I don't want to just turn in crap. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Because this is something people are going to watch over and right. over and over. So it's like you need all your infinite attention on mm -hmm. it. And stopping to go do a comedy show. Right. You know what I mean? Midweek. Mm -hmm. It's just like. 7 o'clock oh, out here. Blah, blah, blah. At, at, uh, at, no, uh, 7 o'clock at uh, Upland. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Coming from San the Fernando. Upland. Right, coming yeah. from San Fernando Valley, it's just like okay, I'm I'm good. So I, I'm right. learning how to try and time manage and be like I can't say yes to everything. Mm -hmm. I just kind of gotta be like okay, yeah, and and uh, try to make it more peaceful that way. Yeah, but because um, you shoot. Are you back on the what you were doing with the musical comedy? You came yeah. back? Okay. Oh no, yeah, and good. so now I'm. Uh, <laughs> so what I do is. <laughs> I'm always learning. Like, I yeah. feel like I got a lot of tools in the shed, so mm -hmm. I constantly got to sharpen the tools. Right. So I, I go and I rent a karaoke room, mm -hmm. and I go practice my voice. Yeah. So that way I don't sound like, you know, a song that'll be viral and be remembered for sounding like crap. Right. You know, I want it to at least sound somewhat decent. Yeah. Like, when people play it over, it's like, well, at least she's not tone deaf. Right. So I go and I'll practice karaoke. Mm. I'll go practice dance. I'll go take shuffle dancing classes. I'll okay. learn different types of dancing. I've mm. danced for years, but it's like I want to make a badass music video where I have dancers in it, where it makes yeah. it look like super legit. It looked like a straight up serious yeah, video, but you got the, the jokes all throughout oh, oh, that. Th throughout the song, like like you say, weird out, weird out. Yeah. So that's so so right now it's like I'm trying to like shave everything off to just mm. concentrate more. On that part, okay. That in um, my uh, cooking show. Oh, you be cook you cooking show? My cooking show. Oh man, I got I got a little. I um, I was having a hard time doing a kitchen studio. Mm. Um, I had a studio and it was just gonna be this whole thing. They're like, you're gonna have to knock down the ceiling so you can hang the mics from the top. I'm just yeah. like, you know, we we're not gonna do that. So right. I was like, I'm gonna do this in my house, and okay. I've just been setting up. I even have a sign, uh -huh. like the sign made, yeah. like the walls, like just doing everything so it looks really cute and mm -hmm. it has a whole theme going to it. Yeah. But it's very uh, reminiscent of, um, remember Pee Wee's Playhouse? Yes. So my kitchen mm -hmm. is very, my own Pee Wee's Playhouse. Okay. So that's what I'm going with and I've yeah. been working on that for the past few months oh, to hell get yeah. it all. I'll set up where it looks pro, yes. you know, where it doesn't yeah. look like shit. Mm -hmm. Like at the end, it'll be something... To look at. Yes. I'll be, telling, I'll be telling Sabrina, I'll be like, yo, man, you should do a cooking show. She'd be yeah. like, yeah, yeah. It's the only thing that's hard is is the editing. And then I'm trying to figure out a way you to hire shoot. an editor. You gotta hire I'll pay editor. for the editor. Oh, shit. He cut off my sentence. I was just really, going to say, you got to hire editor money. Because uh -huh. <laughs> I, I really feel like um, I tell her this all the time. and I, I, I talk to Ida, Sasha. You, you know, what you guys bring to the table is like voices that need to be seen and heard. Oh, 
like the multi-ethnic background, the visual, the way y'all talk. Mm-hmm. The, I feel like there there's a, a huge lane for that in, in comedy, cooking, whatever. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, yo, y'all got to be, you know, put up. Because everything, everything has been whitewashed so much that, you know, and there are, there are so many people that look like you, that look like her, that, you know, mixed cultural backgrounds, all of this and that, and, and it's just a lane for it. And there's people that'll watch it, will buy the content, will tune in, whether it's on network TV or even YouTube. That's YouTube is just an easy way in. Right. Because mm-hmm. you're going to get the following, you're going to get the, the you know, like, oh, she looks like me, she reminds me of this, she reminds me of that. I love her. And Because if you look at the Food Network, Oh, it's mostly God. white women. It's all yeah. white women. So it's just like... And then when there is anyone black, they try to like stick them in that like soul, soul food. food. That's, that's it's it, like, soul hey, food. Ace, I, no, Sunshine, she did mostly soul food too. Um, yeah, there's not really a lot of like Caribbean representation. and Yeah, you're right. Yeah, and I'm just okay. like, man, y'all would, y'all would make a killing in that lane. So it's just like, yes, because, you know, the world is hungry for that. Well, we can make, you know, I don't know if you've seen, have you seen Dominican Soul Food, the the Instagram? There's mm-hmm. an Instagram, they're called Dominican Soul Food, uh, and it's a wife and husband that teamed up. I think she's Dominican and he's Colombian or mm-hmm. something, and they fusioned the food. Uh, I mean, the oh, food is amazing. That's what I'm... And they fusioned, they, they use all the Goya, all the yeah. seasonings. Um it, you know, like that. You know that one dish that you guys have, and it's like that thick sauce on it. I don't know what it's called, but it's like it has a good spice to it. Hmm. It's red. Wait, Dominican? It's like it's Dominican. It's not sancocho. It's not thick sauce. Thick sauce, Dominican soul food. But th- so there's fusions of this food together. Mm-hmm. Like for instance, like Colombian food, like. They could make empanadas, but then you could also make the side potatoes in yeah. this Dominican oh, stuff. And man, it's like, so and, and that's what I'm into. I'm into, are you? <laughs> and that's what I'm into. Like, I'm into finding amazing ingredients all over, like, wherever yeah. I go. Like, uh-huh. I always bring something back. Like, yeah. I just went, um, another thing I wanted to do, which I did, is I went to go film my fine dining food show, which uh-huh. is what I wanted to do. Yeah. Because... I feel like all these influencers, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They got they got all the street tacos. Right. Everybody knows where all the street tacos at, but right. nobody knows where all the fine dining experiences are and what's mm-hmm. in there. Right. So I hit up a few places in Mexico, mm-hmm. in Cancun, uh, Mexico City, Roma. Um, yeah, and, and I even hit an exotic food market, yeah. which was weird. We won't talk about it if there's vegans here because it's very oh. like vegans. Why it was just very you can't film in there. Oh, oh, wow. Oh. Okay, that was very. Um, but I ate. Um, oh, this is okay to say. Where's but the address? Sending it to <laughs> all the vegans. The, no, um, I ate. Uh, I ate lion. Oh, oh. You, you lion! I I swear, <laughs> I ate lion. I ate zebra. <laughs> And I ate, um, I know, right? I feel <laughs> the shape, the shape. Um, right. And I ate, sides. and I ate snake. Um, well, snake's fine. How yeah, did the snake. lion taste? Tough, yeah. tough. Of course, it was tough. It ain't supposed to be eaten. <laughs> Total dad joke right there. Yeah, at, the, <laughs> at the top of the food chain. <laughs> of course, <laughs> it's tough. Yeah. 
Um, no, but it was it was like tough. It was like it, you can tell that lion did not die a good death. And I only ate it for the filming, yeah. and so I can say I ate it. You know, I yeah. well, I'm a Leo. I'm a lion. Oh, okay. So, so you so wanted to get the essence. Wanted of your to get the essence astrological yeah, of me being. Right? And, and the funny thing about eating that food, mm. which was so weird. I wasn't hungry for like two days. Oh wow! And I was like, "Why was that? That I was not hungry for?" B- because big cats eat like that. They eat, eat and then they don't eat again for mm-hmm. days. It's probably the protein you just sit in your body. For yeah. And 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 I. Think, That's how they roll. And I hadn't eaten meat because I don't eat that much meat. Yeah. I'm I generally try to keep a somewhat vegetable diet yeah. but when i cook lunch or something like i'll have meat mm-hmm. in this instance it was like i want to try something different yeah he was giving us a damn good price mm-hmm. it was like a whole plate of all that stuff for like 30 dollars really with two cups of wine uh-huh i was considering what you were eating right. i thought that meal would have been like 300 dollars. yeah especially for lion yeah for lion yeah so and it was just, and it and also too they had tarantulas on a stick. You, right? Did it taste like Hell, shrimp? Hell no! You didn't I'm taste not, it. No. Just, no, you, no, no, you no. gonna eat the lion, but you're oh, not you gonna taste the, the tarantula? tarantula. No, because they said that if you ate the tarantula, that the hairs, um, if if they break off in your mouth and your tongue. They get stuck in there. Your your tongue will get swollen. Oh, yeah, no, I'm not doing that. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, I'm good. And then the scorpions, I couldn't eat. I was like, I'm good. And they're like, we have it dipped in chocolate. I was like, oh, you yeah, tried to sweeten it up. Yeah, <laughs> try to sweeten the deal. Um, what else did I have? I had a worm mescal, mm-hmm. like a, which is like mescal with like uh, like worms. But the worms make it taste real smoky. Um, oh wow! But I wasn't gonna eat the worm. I was like, I'm good. Um, if I had to eat like a, a, a bug, worm would be the, the first choice. Let me get worm. the worm. They have worm lollipops. Yeah, yeah. I could, I could do, they did. do it. I feel like I could do a worm at the very least. Yeah. But yeah, but so and I and so I ate it. I didn't feel guilty. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that they have a license for wherever they're getting this line from. You know, but mm-hmm. uh, would it be something that I would eat again? No, yeah. I had it once, and there was really no need like for me to keep like wow well, i'm gonna get some more lion you know next yeah. week i mean but you know who i'll eat the fuck out of is an alligator oh like you a, like that have you had alligator i tasted it before it's like good chicken <laughs> <laughs> it was like i had a alligator in morro bay california it was at this sushi spot and they had oh, it and i tasted that don't it sound like you want morro bay like like uh up 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 up, up the 101 yeah, you yeah. want to eat alligator out of New Orleans. Yeah, you want to. You question you where wanna, they're getting their alligator yeah. out here. Yeah, <laughs> you you don't, it, if you got alligator yeah. out here, he traveled in a yeah. frozen death. Probably, you don't want yeah. that. You want the alligator that they that they like. You know what I mean? Got him yeah. off their ankle. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and oh, drug him man. in. You want that fresh alligator? That is the most juiciest, delicious meat I've ever tasted. One I had was tough. Huh? It was well, tough. Yeah, probably because yes. it was frozen. Yeah. yeah. I was like, ew. You've had alligator? I've you, not, no. No? I would try it, though. Oh, it's bomb. It's bomb. Yeah. I mean, you know, I know vegans are like, you know, and, and of course, you know, oh, you know, the animals and this and that. But, dude, if it's between you and the alligator, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's well, that's rarely rare, ever between you yeah, and Alex. That's rare. Like right now, we're in this room. <laughs> yeah. I have yet to make that decision. Like, yeah, well, in that's California. super rare. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But uh, when you're, uh, that's true. When you're in their swamp waters. Yeah. Or 
actually sometimes they come and chase you out of yeah. New Orleans because you know what ha- you know what happened how everything got flooded. Oh yeah, and I was reading uh, recently. I was watching the YouTube video, and you know New Orleans and like Louisiana is always slowly. It's slowly sinking, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Like you know, the water is keep coming. It, it, yeah. it's just it's, it's just sinking. coming. It's already below sea level. Yeah, it's just gonna continue. It's just gonna continue yeah. doing that. So it's Eventually, gonna be a lot more. Yeah, most of Florida and that, that yep. south will be on so, water. Yeah. So we filmed a movie, um, Cholo Cholo Zombies Monstro, mm-hmm. um, and this was in March. They flew me out to New Orleans, mm-hmm. and the filming day was at Six Flags. Oh. You know the Six Flags that went underwater. Was it Six Flags that went underwater? Six Flags Jazz, Jazzlands, I think is what it's called. Oh, Six Flags wow. Jazzlands uh-huh. went underwater during Katrina, right? Oh, wow, okay. So, so they never opened it back up. So it was just sitting there. It was just sitting there. Ooh. And it's been That's sitting there, and it's been closed this whole time, and they only rent it out for filming. Really? So I bet it looks creepy over there. Oh, yeah, probably. It was, probably yeah. It was, like, yeah. It was, yeah, it was yeah. like the clown. It was like the clown end scene. Oh, you know yeah, what I mean? No. You're running from the clowns kind yeah, of thing. Oh, no, yeah. yeah. And so when uh, we went in, so security's in there. And the reason security's in there is because mm-hmm. the alligators will chase you. I was going to say, oh. they're probably infested oh. with animals. It's infested oh. with, yeah, there's alligators everywhere yeah. in the swamps. Uh, under the roller coaster, and I and 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 yeah, it was so it was so yeah. dope. So so when I wasn't filming, I mm. wanted to do BTS behind mm-hmm. behind the scenes yeah. because you couldn't film unless you had a camera. So I was like, I want to film. Yeah. So I want to see all this footage. Right. So I was like, I'm gonna go take a walk over by the roller coaster. Right. Oh. I'm walking, and all of a sudden you hear, ma'am, ma'am, no, oh. no, and they're running after me, and sure enough. Here it comes. Oh. And I start booking it. I'm running. We're all yeah. running out of there. And they're like, oh, my God, don't ever go over there by yourself. They're, they're full alligators. And the other guy was like, goes, he goes, last week, he goes, he ran into his car, and the alligator was just hitting the bottom of his car. Like, they're huge. Yo. Wow. Yeah. That's and dope. Then, and and one scene, one scene, <laughs> one scene was um, the main character was fighting this monster off. Yeah. So it was the shot he was gonna land in this swamp, uh-huh. and nothing has been in that swamp since that, since the hurricane. So one of the other actors was smart. He went over to the other side of the bridge uh-huh. and got the attention of the alligator because they had a drone, so they could see it. Oh, know? okay. They could see it. They're like, it's so you know. And he's like, we got it. Yeah. You know, and they're like, "All right, action!" <laughs> and so then he did the whole thing, plot, landed, yeah. got the and shot, got the jumped out, out there. and got yeah. out. That's Man. crazy. That's so, yeah. We gotta go. Alligators. Yeah, I love alligators. Do you? I oh yeah, we went adorable. to we went really? to a, yes. We went to an alligator <laughs> spot in Florida. Um, a friend of ours, Robbie. Shout out to Robbie, man. Yeah. Get swamped on Get Instagram. Swamped. Uh, he has a whole. What do you call he that? has acres of, of like a reserve. Yes. Yeah, and he lives there. But it's he his house. lives there. Yeah. But it's his crib. He's got yeah. alligators all up, and he got a crocodile that comes yeah. when you call him. That's crazy. He has snakes. He's got other animals on there. It's it's great. Mm-hmm. And they it's don't amazing. attack him. No. Nah. Okay. We were we different. were up close I, and personal. I fed fed the gator. Yeah. Everything. I was wow. like, and they were just around us. Yeah. Yeah. We were close. We were standing like. like 
And as they were if just like, like, like imagine you go to a house, like the cat lady's house, and there's a yeah. bunch of cats around. It was literally like he's that. He's got a bunch. bunch I'm just like, he had baby one. So mm-hmm. I remember baby one kind of bit me. I was like, oh snap. Yeah, it was cute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh, but they are cute though. They to me, they're adorable. They're adorable with their little because little arms and like even Godzilla is just adorable. To me. Oh. <laughs> He's just a little face and his little arms and, and you ever look at their hands? Yeah, they are little. Right, and that's why he's so mad because he's like, I'm just trying to be like scary out here, but he's yeah. like, Oh, you mad cute, yo? The way he's built, it's like his little stomach be coming out. And right, like, he's got a baby belly. Yeah, he does. He has toddler but, belly. But he'll he'll destroy the whole city. But oh. you know, he's he's adorable. <laughs> but um, but that's dope. I got, is that movie released? Mm, uh, right now it's doing the festivals. Okay. So we just won uh, best horror movie. Oh hey. snap! Oh, oh, yeah. Remind so us. Let, let us know when it comes out. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's, sure. that's right up my alley. It's it's sure. funny. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, the writer is amazing. Yeah. Like the the writing in it was hysterical. Uh-huh. Uh, so it's a it's a funny horror movie. Mm-hmm. Which nice. I'm I'm on when it's when it's something funny yeah. when it's a funny role a funny. I'm in yeah. all the way. Right. But if it's a drama. You don't I'm like not. dramas? You don't want to do the drama? Uh, Tony's that, with just drama. So, there's so many other actors that can yeah. do drama and uh-huh. do that. I want to be in a happy space. Okay. And yeah. drama is not, you know? Because you're you going to feel, you're going to feel it. I've done those movies. Yeah. They're like, they're tough. They drain you. They drain you. Yeah. You go into. What's the name of the movie everyone's asking? Uh, Cholo Zombies Monstro. Monstro. Yeah, M-O-N-S-T-R-O. Just three different words. Cholo Zombies. Monstro. Yeah. I'm here for it. Yeah, it's funny. What's your favorite uh, drama of all time? Favorite drama? Oh, my favorite. uh, It would have to be Pablo Escobar, El Patron del Mal, which would be the uh, Narcos uh, Pablo Escobar on Telemundo. Okay. Which was the like 360 episode miniseries? Really? <laughs> and it was it was all Pablo. It was it was all it was like 160 something episodes. Wow. I think it is one hour episodes. Did it finally end in his death? Yeah, okay. they always end at his death. Yeah. But it, it's the way that they shot it, mm. and it's the way that they made everything look so authentic, yeah. like down to the license plates in Colombia from that oh, time, wow. yeah. down to the guy who played Pablo Escobar, uh-huh. Andres Parra, looks way more Pablo Escobar than the one from the Narcos. Really? City. Way too Is serious. that on Netflix? It's on Netflix, and now you can get it subtitled. Oh, well then. You're, you're in. because I'm all in. Because when I watched it, it mm. was, you know, you had to watch it on the TV in Spanish, right. no subtitles. Right. You just had to know Spanish. Yeah, but it's it's amazing. You're gonna love oh, it. Oh, sign me up. Because they get so detailed with it. Is it gritty? Hell yeah, sign me up, man. Much this, grittier this. than the other one. You got crying. You got sadness. You got everything. Sign you got me the drama. up. Because Pablo did some shit, man. He. Oh, and yeah. the way he talks, the way they talk is way more Colombian. Is like it? you'll you'll oh, yeah. you'll hear. That's why yeah. Colombians sound. You'll I'm queuing that up then. Yeah, Pablo yeah. Escobar, El Patron del Mal. What's your favorite album? My favorite album. Uh, might you, be give rough. me five. Give me five of your favorite albums. Yeah. Any genre. Um, <laughs> this is. Funny. And I want your favorite hip hop album too. Okay, for sure. Uh, my favorite album: uh, Marilyn Manson, Antichrist Superstar, mm-hmm. uh, Luna Chicks, Luxury Problem, um, <laughs> N.W.A. Evil, Evil for Zagan because I got mm-hmm. it at Kmart. So <laughs> it's 
backwards. It was backwards, yeah. It was you backwards. You had to hold it up to the mirror to see what it really said. Yeah. Niggas for life. Uh-huh. Yeah, keep going. <laughs> um, Menudo, the first album, which uh-huh. was uh, Ricky Martin. Okay. Uh, and uh, a fifth album. Yeah. I would have to say uh, the this last Marilyn Manson album, uh-huh. the We Are Chaos. Okay. Man, that is a whole bowl full of fuck y'all like okay. that oh man <laughs> fuck your couch <laughs> fuck your couch that yeah. whole album is just so good like whenever i think of Marilyn manson i always visualize the mechanical animals album cover yeah. the um it's always the, the titties, white the white and the titties the, white, the dope uh, show yeah uh, the boobies and yeah. he was androgynous with the red Andro- hair yep. he's oh, interesting red, i always think of that album cover when Marilyn manson said it'd be like mm-hmm. I had to work for him a few times. The last time I worked for him, it was uh, him. It was Marilyn Manson, Smashing Pumpkins, and Cage. Um, and his uh, before he gets on stage thing is like he'll put on like the hardest raps. I think what he what do you put on? Um, oh, Manson. Yeah, he, he put. On, I forgot what he he put on some song, and he was out, and like I just finished like setting up his dressing room, so I had to get out. He went in there. He was probably in there for like a little bit. Comes out really normal, like not. He's not Marilyn Manson. He's not. Yeah, he's very yeah, normal. he's very normal. Right. But he's listening to who was it? Who who did fuck Donald Trump? Oh, YG. YG. So he's listening to YG. Mm-hmm. Um, blasting YG outside of his dressing room and just jumping up up and down. <gasps> and he's singing all the words. Top of his lung. I was like, "That's how you prepare for this." Yeah. Uh-huh. And like, and then, and then he's like, "All right, all right." And then he goes back in, and then he gets into full Marilyn Manson gear. Yeah. And then he comes back out, and then he's now he's Marilyn Manson. Yeah. And then he gets on stage. And wow. I was just like, oh, so this was. He had to get in his zone. Yeah, real it was quick. funny. Yeah, I was and, like, this and, is interesting to watch. Yeah, because that song is very. That's in, it's a lot of energy in Fuck Donald Trump. No, it wasn't. It wasn't Fuck Donald Trump. It was. It was a different YG. What was the other? Oh, one? he was listening to YG. He was just listening to YG. I couldn't think of YG's name. I mean, yeah, yeah I couldn't think of his name at the moment. But uh, yeah, and I was just like, this is really interesting. And then Smashing Pumpkins is the complete opposite. Like <laughs> Billy Corgan, he was like, he was just chilling in between like he wasn't in his dressing room he was roaming around this is back when i used to um i used to set up dressing rooms and i used to do like i used to go on tours with a whole bunch of people i did that for like nine years and billy corgan's mad cool and i remember he was like oh i'm billy i'm like no shit but mm-hmm. I, you know, I still introduced myself sh- uh shook hands and we were chopping it up da, 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 and this dude comes out of nowhere He's like, yo, my girl's super excited to meet you. Like, and she goes to like uh, shake his hands, and he's like, I don't shake hands. And I looked at my hand, and I was like, oh. Yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I'm sorry, it's just a germ thing. And I was like, He's got my germs on his hand. As he says, it. I was mad hype. You made an impression. That was a fun. It was a fun germs. tour because those two together were like, it was yeah. a complete opposite. And Marilyn's just not what you expect. I didn't expect him to be so hood. Yeah, hood and, hood but like, and he's normal. He's very normal. Very normal? Hood, very good. The debut album. Very funny. Yeah. yeah. Like hysterical. Okay. Like like be like you wouldn't think he's that funny, but he's like very smart. Funny. What's your what's your favorite comedy all time? My favorite comedy like show? Uh we'll do movie. Oh. Um Dumb and Dumber and okay. Pee Wee's Big Adventure oh. are right there at the top. Good choices. I love right Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Is I love great. that movie. So good. Who, uh, that you Alamo. Know, <laughs> you know it was Large Marge's birthday uh, the other day. 
He would really? post. He would post a large yeah. mark. Really? Pee Wee actually, because I follow him on Instagram, and he posted the large, large mark, large Marge little memorial from the movie that Aww. they had sitting there. I, like, I finally got to hit those uh, dinosaurs, the Capazon dinosaurs. Oh yeah, where are those? So those are over off the ten, mm-hmm. coming back from like Palm Springs, Capazon. Okay, it's on the right hand side. You'll see the. You'll see them right there. And they're you still there. They still there. But can those, you go in there? You can go in there. You can go in there. Remember how? Uh, yep. What was her name? What was her what name? What was her name? The French girl. Uh, Simone? Was it not Simone? Oh, what was I can't name? remember. What was the name of the French chick? She worked at the restaurant. Yeah. And then she went in and then her boyfriend Fr- came mad jealous. Yeah. Is it Simone? Was it Simone? Uh, Wait, hold was on. Was it a French girl, French girl on uh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure? Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Oh, wow. And then yeah. there was Dottie. Remember? Dottie. That, he, that, he was so Dottie. mean to Dottie. Yeah, it was Simone. It was Dottie Simone. Was, Simone. <laughs> Dottie was so cute, man. Was he was just so, so mean to her. Dottie, I'm a loner. A, a rebel. rebel. He was playing her left <laughs> and right. I'm like, man. Because she had the bike hookup. Yeah. That's why. <laughs> she was like, what's up, Pee Wee? When we going, you know, kick it. Yeah. You go to the drive-in. <laughs> she really wanted to go to the drive-in with Pee Wee. He, he was, was playing her. Like, we got to get the hell out of here. Yes. I'm going to have to have you back, though. Right Because you... <laughs> You got an interesting whole whole setup. Yeah. Do you have Thank any um, haunted stories? Not to tell right now, but just do you? Oh yeah. Girl. Oh so yeah. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta bring show. back. It's haunted out here, and just bring people on to just talk about it's these stories. Oh, because yeah. it's like haunted that. out here. I believe. Yeah. Oh, I believe all kinds. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So we. Yeah. You, you seen back. real quick? You seen the ghost before? I feel stuff. Okay. And yeah. I know. I know. And have I seen stuff? I don't know if I've seen it yeah. as much as I felt it. Okay. But I know that I know what I feel and it's a trip. Feelings count and, for something. And that's wh- and that's why I stay away from a lot of people. I'm mm. a I'm a loner, Dottie. A yeah, rebel. A rebel. <laughs> <laughs> but I really I do keep to myself a lot yeah. because you wouldn't know it, but a lot of people are possessed mm-hmm. by bad negative energy. Mm-hmm. Like Absolutely. you ever been around people that just carry Absolutely. just all kinds, all kinds of shit happen to them yeah. all yep. the time, and it's just like you can't have that kind of bad luck. Yep. But they just lug it around, yep. and if you let them in around you, mm-hmm. that's gonna yeah. just trickle all. So I'm just like. I'm cool. Yeah, you know, I, I'm by myself. Hundred like, percent. I'm looking forward right now to go to the grocery store and go home. Yeah, like, you know, hundred percent. Just especially in bad. comedy. Oh, they oh, are yeah. torture souls, aren't they? Man, that happens. Tough. That happens to a lot of comedians, and I figured it out. Mm-hmm. It's it's the comedians that sit in the bag of they just gonna be a comedian yep. and do nothing else. Right. And that feeling of stifling yourself creatively right. and not being well rounded like we should be. Right. Like I think it's what kills them. Yeah. Because they're just like and it's like no one will tell them your jokes suck. Right. Because <laughs> like, 'cause they're just sitting in it. comedy like, and then you know, you know how it is. Anything can happen when we do a show. Mm-hmm. It could be a good one. It could be a bad one. It could be mediocre. Mm-hmm. So if you're just sitting in the energy of your last show, mm-hmm. what if you just get a whole bunch of bad shows? You're just sitting in that energy with nothing else to draw on. That's horrible. And you're just going to be negative and like, you know, mm-hmm. you're just going to be sitting rather than just living a regular life outside of the stage. Showing up to the comedy store trying Man, to get just, on a belly yeah, room open mic. Sitting there like just bitter. You can feel Man. it. You can be like, "Man, look out, man." But absolutely. Yeah, you got to stay away from people. Yeah, so we're going to have you back though because Thank you, Tony. Thank you. We, didn't, you. we didn't really we an hour and 40 yeah. deep Damn, in here. And for we ain't reals? even we ain't even touched the surface of of oh. 
your yeah. life and uh-uh. whatnot. But thank you. Thank you. Can I give a plug real quick? Yeah, of my course. Band, my band. Um, you guys, um, it, please go over to Spotify or SoundCloud and check out Slaughter. S-L-A-U-T-T-E-R is the name of my band. And the lead singer is Martin Moreno. Remember mm-hmm. Martin? Martin! Yes. Yeah. So he's the lead singer of the band. From Gabriel's crew? Yeah, Gabriel's yeah. crew. Yeah. Martin is, uh-huh, he's the wow. lead singer. And then James Callahan at Universal Smoothness. Uh, he's the bass player. And he's also Felipe Esparza's podcast engineer. Wow. So Dope. it's a whole little. So please uh, follow us at Slaughter Before Slaughter. Uh, and check out the music. Check out the songs. Uh, they're funny songs. Yeah. Um, if you guys want to check out uh, Casey Anthony, that's a funny 15 minute song. Yeah. A 15 second song, I'm sorry. A oh, 15 second, okay. Yeah, Casey Anthony. Uh, then we have uh, Beer Belly Jesus and my personal favorite, Woman of Ill Repute. That's okay. a, and that's all me playing guitar right there. Wow. So you got to check that out. Got to check Pull that out. Pull up on that, man. Yeah. Women guitarists, man. Yeah, it yes. might not be your cup of tea, but listen to it musically. Uh, we actually got engineered by uh, Abbey Road, and we are considered oh, wow. the uh, new age Beatles right now. Really? So that's what everybody's talking about. We're going to walk across the street. We're going to walk across the street. Yeah. <laughs> I love that album yeah. cover. But thank you for having me. Of course. It's so good to see Thanks you. Thanks for coming. No, no problem. Thank Thanks you, Sabrina. Yes, thank you. Course. And we got to get you. together and cook some some go- some stuff. Girl. Yeah, yeah. Get some stuff. I'll be there to eat it. <laughs> I'll be there to eat Perfect. it. Perfect. Um, all right, y'all. Um, thank you so much for tuning in to another session of that Verbal Cardio.